What up? What's going on, everyone? Welcome. You probably realized, or you probably noticed there wasn't an intro this time yet. <laughs> yet. <laughs> <laughs> Need a paper bag there? Are you hyperventilating? No, not yet. <laughs> Maybe by the end of this episode. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe, right. maybe not. I don't know. Sounds, sounds good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, welcome back, everybody. Appreciate everybody that subscribed. If you haven't, do that. Please. Pretty, pretty, please. Make me happy. You know what I mean? Make I mean. Yeah. You know I mean, honey? <laughs> yummy. Yummy. No, <laughs> yummy. Yummy. <laughs> I think you say yummy. <laughs> dum dum, give me gum gum. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Yum yum in my dum dum. <laughs> Jesus but, Christ. Yeah, but go ahead. Yeah, but everybody uh, probably saw in the title, if you can read. I'm assuming you can. If you, <laughs> no, if they're you can't, illiterate. <laughs> yeah. If, if you can't, then hey. More power to you. <laughs> yeah. I was trying to think if illiterate means read or write. <clears throat> I think I think literate is right. Who cares? Whatever. It doesn't matter. <laughs> if you can't read, you're fucking stupid. Yeah, no. No, if you can't <laughs> no, read, kidding. that's cool. If you can. What's up? Have someone tell tell you yeah. what it says. Yeah, somebody, have somebody help you find the subscribe button is what we're trying to say. Pretty much. But uh, <laughs> but uh, if you uh, saw the title, uh, we have a guest today, and this is an intro video that we're doing, kind of because we kind of just started off out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. didn't really even introduce the guest we kind of just started talking so that's pretty much it for uh the intro hope you guys enjoy it his name is rocky miano uh we got cool his information dude. what's what's that say he's a cool ass dude yeah he's cool shit um his information is going to be in the description so go check his stuff out he's he's uh, uh you'll you'll know about him because he he, he we we talked for about two hours so yeah quite a bit pretty good conversation uh it will end abruptly and you might see uh us back here at the end but i lost what i was gonna say <laughs> not again yeah I, I, can Dang you believe it, it? <laughs> damn it man but uh <clears throat> yeah you might see us back here just so it's not an awkward right. abrupt ending but as far as him being on the show, it will be an abrupt ending. But anyway, hope you guys enjoy it, and we will see you back here at the end of the episode. There we go. Are, are we good now? Yes. Yeah. Okay, good. Okay. No. Hello. <laughs> Welcome to the Never. episode of jank-ass crap. <laughs> Welcome to my first episode. Definitely not the second one that hopefully doesn't get corrupted. <laughs> I think we're good now. It's working. No, I probably just jinxed so. it. Yeah. <laughs> Daddy was going to cut out. That's right a touchy now. subject <laughs> around here. Yeah. We don't talk like, about that. I flinched that when you said that. <laughs> Dude. Dude, my fucking. My don't dick say it. Like, went like this. It was like, like a turtle head. <laughs> Hate when that happens, especially when it's not even cold out. It just does it. I mean, mine just does it constantly. <laughs> mine just brother. all day long. All day long, it's just. Boop, boop, oh, is it? Boop. Oh no. I don't know. I can't relate. <laughs> Wait, you don't have a tick? What? Damn oh, it! I, I left it at home. It's in my purse. <laughs> Sometimes I keep it under like a pillow or something. Uh, guys, I think I think we need to check on Jason here in a minute. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I don't know. I, I maybe. 
Is you know, accidentally key somebody's car, but not. <laughs> Does it take D cell batteries? <laughs> His name's Bob. You know. <laughs> yeah, double D batteries. <laughs> <laughs> double D. <laughs> double D for me. There you go. Uh, <laughs> That's Bob. Oh shit. <laughs> sorry, babe. If you watch this, I'm sorry. But yeah, welcome back, guys. Welcome to the episode. Obviously, Hello. it's going to be a great one. We got our awesome guest. Re- Rocky, you almost called me Ricky. Ricky Rocky. Rocky. You almost called me Ricky. You son of a bitch. And I, and I pronounced. We went through this. I take I take pride in the fact that I pronounced it right on the first try. Miano. Shut up. Yes. Miano. Yes. Rocky Miano. Not Milano. Not Mian. Miano. Or and and the, the way you responded to that it seemed like you get that a lot where people don't know how to say it too many times. Yeah. Too Mano, way fish, hard to hard to spell apparently too. Even after I try to spell it to people, is it two ends or one? It's one. One M I. Well, no. I mean, one of my last exes, I went to her to to her work to hang out with her. She told the guy, uh, so they have a security guard at the very front. She tells the guy how to spell my name. I get there. I tell him how to spell my name. I show him my fucking driver's license. Then actually shows him, hey, it's spelled M I A N O. Motherfucker still spells it as Mariano. Mariana, these adjs he's making it worse for himself. Like, what the, like, 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 are you trying to like be racist? Like, <laughs> are you trying? To, like, did you think I said Mario? You're like, no, I think it might be Miana. I'm just gonna combine it. Wow. <laughs> What's up, Mariano? <laughs> I was like, you're like you're three letters away from calling me a fucking like pizza sauce, basically. <laughs> it's me, Mariano. <laughs> Oh, it's me, Prego. <laughs> Prego, I'm not pregnant. I feel you. Kid. Oh my god. I feel you. I'm already crying. This is fucking great. It's our. It's yours too. Yeah. My what? real name's like kid. that. Like, oh, I go by Allie, but Alexandria. Yeah, you should watch people try to spell that or pronounce it. And then even Allie, I'd spelled A L L I E. You should see how many ways people spell it. And oh it's yeah, never it's, right. And it's ever. ridiculous sometimes. And then you're like, please, just please. Or you get blessed with a very unique name. And I didn't think my name was very unique, but go look for your name on a keychain. It always used to disappoint me as a kid. See, you would think the name is Rocky. It would be on any keychain you find. I can't find it worth shit. No matter, like, because I've been to, like, I've been to New Jersey. I've been to all these different, like, touristy areas. And they all have those little chashkis of, like, little keychains. They have, like, Richard. And all these other ones, and you like look around for Rocky, and there's just nothing. It's like seriously, it's like I can find my real name, Edward. Right. But Rocky, seriously? I can tell you, my I can find my name real quick because Tyler is like the <laughs> only mine. So common. Like, it's like the whitest ch- name ever. <laughs> <laughs> Trailer trash park man. Like I have a better chance of finding it on a fucking Coke bottle. Yeah, <laughs> Share a Coke with Ty. <laughs> Oh, not me. Nope. I can probably find all the names of the women to Mambo Number Five before I can find my name. Seriously. Oh, <laughs> they'll have Alejandro. Uh, they'll have Alexandra. <laughs> they'll have Allison, Alex, but never Allie or Alexandria. It, hmm. Like it, I cannot. <laughs> yeah, it's I don't know. It's 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 very interesting having you uh, having a unique name. I still get those people like, is that your real name? It's like, technically yes. What do you mean by technically? I'm like. Edward's my real name, so a real first name, but I go by my middle name, which is Rocco, which another way of saying Rocco is Rocky. Oh, okay. Like, why the fuck did you 
Okay, I have a question. Like with with your with your real name, or are you like like? Do you only have like specific people say your real name, or do you? Like, oh no, I. Or I does everybody call you it? You, or I don't care, honestly. I'm the type of person like if you want to call me Edward, if you want to call me Ed, Eddie, Rocky, Rocco, Ed whatever. Ed, Ed, Eddie. <laughs> Simultaneously, yeah, you're all three guys at I'm once. All three guys if you don't do the classic Ed voice, it would be disappointing. What are you <laughs> yeah, no, I honestly don't care. Like, uh, funnily enough, what I'll tell people is, you can call me whatever the hell you want, just don't call me late. Don't call, call you what? Don't call me late. late. Oh, oh, I thought late. you said like. I was like waiting for the punchline. Also line. means you're pregnant. What the fuck? <laughs> don't call. Don't call me like. You know. <laughs> it's like what? Don't call me a bitch or something. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were about to I say that plenty, cancel guys. culture shit, and that's why you're like filling the blank. I keep, sorry, I, I, keep, I keep fucking with the mic for some reason. Yeah, that's why I'm I trying not to headbutt it like now. I normally do. So. <laughs> Yeah, he still has that on episodes. It shows you. Bam. Oh yeah, yeah, it's, <laughs> it's an funny. opener, man. Yeah, it's in our intro, man. It's awesome. <laughs> it's like now the, they're gonna have like another Star one Wars. <laughs> it's like the whole Star Wars. You know, what I'm talking about with the Star Trip, uh, Star uh, yeah, Stormtrooper. Stormtrooper banging his head against the on the door, like in yeah. the like in, like in the actual like scene for like the first Star Wars, a Stormtrooper bangs his head in the in the background. Oh shit! Like on a door as it's like opening open up because there's no like. Those helmets, there's barely enough visibility for the guys who who were like actually in the suits. So there's three guys walking through this door, and I guess the door was like halfway open. There's a guy in front, and there's two other guys. One actually bent down because he knew the door was opening. The other guy just wasn't paying attention. You just seen just boop. Yep. Mm. <laughs> now I'm gonna have to go back and look at that because I don't think I paid attention. It's I think it's what the very beginning. I guess during like the uh, the raid of the of the rebel ship. Like yeah, that's right, old yeah. Star Wars. Like Wonder old school, like episode... I, was, I almost said episode one, but it's episode four. <laughs> they went in reverse. Same four, shit, five, six. you know. <laughs> four, five, six, one, two, three, seven, eight, nine. Episode zero, you know. <laughs> I think somebody needs to watch Sesame Street at some point. Sesame Street. One. I wonder if somebody's made an edit of that. Like, on you know how they do on a fucking... What's it called? They, they made, like, a beat out of somebody, like, Fallen. You know what I'm talking oh, about? Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. Like, turn it into a regular song. Like, oh, my God. You I can't know remember what? what the fuck. Like, none of them huh. pop in my mind. But... No, I know exactly what you're talking yeah, about, yeah. though. Yeah, because there was someone who did that with, like, uh, the dogs barking. Yeah. And they made it into a song. Yeah. <laughs> you didn't know about that? That's crazy. No, I know about it. Um, are you talking about, like, for example, I seen one where they took random dogs barking and... Did Lincoln Park numb? Yes, the exact one. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yep. <laughs> There's one where somebody like fell, just like, <laughs> but it was somebody falling that. <laughs> there was one. I feel so bad for this girl too, though, because I think it was a t- uh, it was a TikTok girl, and she was trying to do something. I think she like fell back like onto like one of the bed posts. And like hit her ass in such a weird way, and she let up to like like really, ah. really ah, yeah, ah. oh yeah. And then so like they started like actually doing these edits of it, and it's fuck. Oh my god, it's probably one of the funniest videos I've ever watched. <laughs> the, the last one I laughed at that I probably shouldn't have was this girl is like I already bought the mic. Um, this girl is like leaning <laughs> over a railing and was hollering down to the floor at somebody. And, like, I don't know if she just, like, lifted up on the banister or what, but when she 
backed away and then stood up straight. There was a ceiling fan going behind her, yes. and her oh head went God. right into it. Ba-da-da-da-da! Like, how'd that go again? Okay, classic Christopher Titus. Ba-da-da-da-da! And then somebody immediately after. So, hi. My name is Rocky Miano. And yeah, I'm a friend of you guys. But well, we've been friends for of course for a couple months now, right? Yeah. Now we first trying met. to think when I think we first yeah. met for the final uh, the final show of Rumors, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. And we all went out to eat. Yeah. 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 But the funny thing is, I don't think I talked to you guys. So I think you guys were on the other end of the table. No. Or did we talk? Now, Eric was right across from I don't me know next he, to his dad. Were he you was in, next to Tyler. We were, I know we were on the same table because I know that. And now he's right That's here. That's right. You were on the left side of me. I remember yes. that now. Yes. And I was next to you. And now he's yeah. right here. <laughs> My memory sucks, but I don't know how I remember that. <laughs> I was hiding in like the cubby hole. <laughs> My memory sucks, but he was here. Eating, he was here. He was here. He was eating a fruit salad. Yeah, on a Tuesday. He was talking about penises like place. always. It was it, it was six sixty nine p.m. And vaginies. <laughs> I don't know what the hell that is. <laughs> Scary movie. Too. Yes, I, that's immediately what I thought of was that turkey scene. Exactly. Hi, Waffa. Hi, I don't know what the hell that is. I'm gonna lick it anyway. <laughs> God damn it! Those fucking movies are hilarious. <laughs> it's funny because if you don't know, like, like when they came out, if there was no trailer, you would think, oh, this is gonna be like a scary fucking movie. I mean, oh if it's called God, a scary yeah. movie. This has got to be the scariest of scary movies, and right? And you watch, you're like, what the? What fuck? the fuck is this? It's a parody. God yeah. damn it! Making fun of scary. I want movies. my money back. My my favorite Legends. one is the my favorite one's the third one. That that still to this day I catch myself quoting that third one. Ah, I see. I, I see that you and I are just alike. He's like pissing up like fingers. Like, <laughs> guess we're not so different after all. I wonder what the I wonder what the creative process of that was. It's like let's make a movie called Scary Movie and bury the fuck out of all scary movies. I'm oh, <laughs> I'm trying to think because I did actually do some research about that. If uh, one of the things, if nobody knows me, is I'm a huge fan of movies. I'm a huge fan of cartoons, stuff like that. So I always. If I get bored, I start doing. I'm gonna move this mic a minute. Go for it. I feel like I'm good. slightly peaking. Uh, but I'm just a huge fan of like an, like animation, movies, stuff like that. So when I get bored, I start to look up like trivia about movies. And what I do know is that I can't remember the guys' names, but they were in charge of the sequel to Airplane Two, which is the reason why Airplane and Airplane Two are so different from each other. Was that the first one was made as a as a joke, and the second one because they made it because the studio wanted a, a new movie because it did so well. Hmm. So they did all that. Scary movie came out, but it was actually directed by um, I'm gonna remember I'm gonna forget his name. It's the guy who created it in Living Color, mm. like the the Wayne's the Wayne's brothers' dad. Yes. So he actually created that. That's the reason why his his sons are actually in the movie. That makes perfect right. sense with the kind of humor that it is. And then they wanted a sequel, and I, if I'm thinking right, I don't think they even asked uh, Wayne to come back. I think they just said, "Screw it, we're going to do we're going to do a scary movie too." And then they recap. Then they brought his sons back in. It's like a very convoluted story, but yeah, that's how all that was made. 
<laughs> Same with haunted house. Do me a favor, and move that cord for This one? No, no, no. The microphone oh, cord. Oh. I can faintly hear it going. Sorry. It sounds like, it sounds like a fucking dog going. Down boy. Down boy. That's why I busted out laughing out after like a semi-serious conversation. He gets very excited sometimes. Your ghost dog. You have something to tell us? House is haunted. Just like Papa John. No, he had me. I don't know. Did you have someone tell us this is your house? <laughs> I don't know. You tell me. I don't feel. I don't give vibe. away my secrets. What are you gonna say? I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, no, you told. I'm just oh. sitting over and crying. It's all good. <laughs> Need an issue? Couldn't be more tish- happy about it either. <laughs> yes. Tissue? I'm getting ready to get me a water. Does anybody else want a water? Yeah, one uh, of yeah, mine's in one. the fridge. You want me to get it? And, uh, hey, if you don't mind. Yeah, you want one? I'm alright, I still have the rest of my water. Duck in front of the camera. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Now we need Jacob here, damn it. <laughs> She's like, no. If you go back and watch the one that Thank he's you, in, sir. you can hear me <laughs> laughing through the entire thing. The entire episode. Is that like 35? Episode 35 or something. I don't remember, dude. We've done so many now. <laughs> Not that we've done a whole bunch, but like for right. somebody that... All together, we got like yeah. 60 or 70 videos now. Oh, so, really? But just podcast, it's like 30. I believe we just hit 40. 80. Let me look that up. Actually, we are, we're, we're on 40, aren't we? We Well, we recorded 40. Right. This is 41. And I've only recorded one so far. When we hit 100, we're going to do something Ooh, special. Kidding. Yay! <laughs> not to not to give solicited advice or unsolicited advice, but I would bolt like get like five or so and then start dropping them. That way, if something happens, you have a bunch of them ahead of time. Yeah, uh, time to make new ones. I mean, I guess this is a good time as any to say that I am currently working on a podcast, actually about animation. And my good friend over here, Ali, is going to be part of one of the episodes. Yep, and even even if this episode comes out and he doesn't have that out, if you watch this like three years from now, we're gonna it'll probably still not be out. <laughs> well, if by some chance it is, we'll put a link in this episode's description so you guys can go check out. His oh, channel. awesome! Thank yeah. you. But yeah, my so I guess I'll kind of shill it for a minute. Seventy, by the way. Seventy. Yep. Oh wow! Videos. Podcast. Yeah, yeah, this is forty-one right now. Yeah. Oh, gotcha. Okay. But um, so I have a podcast that I have been slowly working on called um, Know Your Tunes. Like I said, I'm a huge fan of animation, huge fan of movies, and I'm the type of person that if I'm interested in a movie, I start doing research about it, trying to figure out how it's created, stuff like that. Kind of came to a realization that there's not a lot of podcasts that talk about that, so I was like. Why not just do an episode? Why not just do a podcast about the history of these shows that we grew up watching? Mm-hmm. And I have a couple that, like right now, that are lined up, have been written. I'm actually going to go back and kind of revise a couple of them, though, because when I wrote the last one, I realized the way I did it for the last one was the way I want to do it for the rest of them. But what? <laughs> <laughs> Is my leg? No, it's. <laughs> yeah. You hear it? <laughs> if you oh. listen. Oh my god, I can't hear it. Actually, yeah. You can hear the cicadas outside too. There's fucking dude. Sorry I to fuck, cut you off. I but hate cicadas. Sorry Ugh. to cut you off, but I was mowing my parents' yard the other day, and I could literally hear them with the mower on. 
Yeah. I was like, what the fuck? Were you, were you dive bombed by any? No, no, no. Yeah, they'll, uh, they'll, if you go, if you go near one, like, they will actually just, then there's the random train. <laughs> <laughs> they will actually dive bomb you if, if you get too close to them. It's something I learned from my last job. When I, was, I used to work as a pest control technician, but there'd be days where I'm at a customer's house, like, treating their house for, like, just random bugs, and all you hear is, mm. and then, like, legitimately, they'll, like, actually hit you. Uh-huh. And if and if feel like it like it doesn't hurt but it will get your attention. Yeah. No. Nope, no. Nope, no. Nope, <laughs> nope, no. Kamikaze bugs for me. They're nope. also the most disgusting yeah. animal like, bugs Ooh. I've ever Dude, seen. Dude, they look fucking weird. They're terrifying looking. And they're so I, big. Yes. Ugh. Yeah. Yeah, sorry, I keep busting. I'm on five hours sleep, so I'm slapping. Oh, dude, don't worry about it. Right now, I don't think you need water. I think you need some five hours coffee. of sleep. Honestly, <laughs> five hours of sleep is actually to me worse than pulling an all nighter. To be honest, yeah, it is no sleep. Yeah, yeah, five hours actually it rested you, but not fully. No, but. I was in my deep sleep when I woke up. Oh, <laughs> oh. oh god. Oh no. Yeah. <laughs> I tell you what, like. Pulling an all-nighter. I was thinking. I, was I end up having weird Anderson. dreams when I do get to fall asleep. Anderson, not Henderson. <laughs> I said Pamela Henderson for some reason. I don't know why. <laughs> She's good at hand jobs. She's snorting. <laughs> That's the way you said. I was, I was like Pamela H- Henderson. 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 <laughs> Just like the Harley David sign that I came up with. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, anything that's like slightly funny to me normally that's not supposed to be is like ten times funnier. So. Oh, so, so you slap happy? Yeah, right dude. Oh, okay, gotcha. For for sure, no doubt about it. But as you were saying, uh, yeah. So. Oh <laughs> shit. So one of the questions I always ask people, and it's actually a question I asked Allie. It's like a question I've asked all my family and friends is, and I'm going to ask you guys, what were your favorite cartoons growing up? You want to go around the room or? Sure. I know Allie's because she told me about it. Yeah. What was it? Ladies first, yeah. Do you remember? Kablam. Yep. Kablam. Do you remember Kablam? I don't think so. Like, it was a mid-90s cartoon and it looked like a comic book. Yep. And it was Henry and June. They were like the little cartoon hosts. And it was all these, they, all they did was show you little uh, shorts. And like, they had like Prometheus and Bob, um, which was one of my favorites. They had uh, Life with Loopy. I want to say that was also when they did, uh, they introduced. Um, Action League Now. Action League Now. Oh my God. What was the one I was just thinking about it? Um, I was watching the wrong it, shit. <laughs> It was the, it was actually a short that was a promo for Family Guy. Like it was like a prototype Family Guy. Uh, Larry and Steve. That was it. It was called Larry and Steve. Larry and Steve. And it was and it was created by Seth MacFarlane. Mm. And it's got a prototype Peter. It's got a prototype. Um, um, I'm forgetting Brian. Hmm. And it's got like the same voices as Peter and Brian. It has like a early version of Lois in it. And it's actually kind of cool. You can watch it on, on YouTube. It's kind of fascinating to watch. But if I'm thinking right, I think Kablam showed that. I could be wrong. I'm going to have to go research that. Because now but, I'm curious. But you guys? So I watched uh, a bunch of different cartoons. A lot of Nickelodeon. Not as much Disney. I did watch some Disney. But 
ones that pop out to me. I wasn't rich enough for Disney for a while. Yeah. Same. <laughs> Same. I feel that. Um, Fairly Odd Parents. Oh, uh, that's going to be an interesting Jimmy game. Neutron. Yes. Magic uh, School Bus. <laughs> oh, yeah, dude. I used to dig Magic that Magic School shit. Bus how, was pretty cool. How the hell did I forget about that show? I know. They used to travel <laughs> Reading inside. Rainbow. <laughs> <laughs> Reading Rainbow. Reading Rainbow. <laughs> they used to shrink the bus and go inside a human. Like, what the hell is going oh, on? That'd be cool, dude. It's that'd like, be cool as fuck. It's like they... It's like they were like, hey, let's get high but not tell anybody we're high <laughs> and make a kid's cartoon out of this uh, fucking idea. But no. no th- there's a, there's one show that I can think of that's something kind of like that. Um, it's like a puppet show. Mm. And somehow, again, I'm somehow forgetting the name of it. But it is hands down one of the most disgusting shows I've ever seen. And I swear up and down, the person, whoever created it had to have been high. <laughs> Are you talking about which one are you talking about? It was about so it was it was about these two kids that were working at a fast food restaurant, and they were like teenagers. So some of the episodes were, were they puppets. Yes, <gasps> Mr. You know, Meaty. Oh my God, that's oh it, Mr. Meaty, God. Mr. Meaty. I thought you were gonna say Crate Yankers. Ooh, that's puppets too. Yes, it is, and that's actually one of my favorite Sesame shows. Sesame Street. Imagine that going bad. <laughs> <laughs> I just see Big Bird kick down a door. I'm gonna that. <laughs> I'm gonna fuck you. I remember Mr. Meaty. I, I was a little bit older when that came out, but that that is the most disturbing puppets I've ever. Have seen. Have you guys ever seen the Facebook memes about like, like people like um, ruining childhood? By yes. Like Bert yes. and Ernie. Yeah. Yes. Have you seen that? Oh my oh, god! They're like some like, like oh, honest cussing. movie trailers. That was called. <laughs> uh, honest movie trailers. Yes, but there was like these like little like. Um, pictures of like burn ernie doing something oh. but they ruin but like there's like a caption below it that ruins what they're actually doing i <laughs> I, I can't say anything because some of it's fucked up but it's fucking to me like i'm i'm weird like that i love that like messed up humor and ali do you know what i'm talking about yeah yeah i know what you're talking okay, about okay you're like looking off this side i'm like uh, no i was i was thinking, thinking. yeah okay. <laughs> my favorite honest movie trailer is the Lion King when they fucked that movie up. Have you seen that one? Have you seen that one? I don't know if I've seen the Lion they King. They made fucking remixes to their songs and everything. No <laughs> shit. I went through trauma at a very young age. They just killed my dad. Forget all that. An African cat's phrase. <laughs> and then there's one that's uh I just can't wait till dad dies. Technically that's what he's saying. Cause when dad dies, he's king. Holy if you shit. think about it, if you really, if it, deep down, if you really think about it, that's what he's saying. That's he doesn't what, mean it that way, but that's what he's saying. I mean, the whole movie's basically um, animal version of Hamlet. Yeah. Uh, what if you? I could come up with a conspiracy theory right now. What if he was working with Scar and maybe mm. he wanted to be king a little sooner? You know what I'm saying? I mean, there's also <laughs> <laughs> there no. was a um, someone like recently found out like if you watch. The, like the original Lion King, like the ni- the nineties version, like the animated version. Mm-hmm. No one knows what happens to Mufasa's body after he dies. That's right? true. I never thought about so that. So someone on TikTok realized if you watch the movie, at one point there's a skeleton inside Scars, inside Scars, uh, Scars. <laughs> Scars. Yeah. Gotcha. <laughs> I can't talk to you. <laughs> <You're good>. <laughs> <laughs> But there's a skeleton inside of Scar's cave that's, <laughs> yeah. that's holding um, 
Um, Iago. No. Not Iago. That's from Aladdin, isn't it? It's Rowan Atkinson. Uh, Zazu. Zazu. I kept on think Pazuzu, but that's fucking actually. <laughs> Zuzu. <laughs> <laughs> but also, you see, you see that Scar's holding a skull, and this guy realized the skull he's holding is anatomically correct version of a lion skull. Mm. So people are like, the guy's like, did Scar just eat Mufasa? <laughs> that's what I was just, and that's where I went. And, but then this guy started doing like a deep dive and found out that when a lion dies, scavengers come out. Like, And guess what a scavenger is? A hyena. Yeah. So li- lions also I mean, are that, scavengers. I mean, that one fucked up hyena was eating their own fucking True. wrist. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Slobbering all over the fucking area. That, that's like, um, I saw a TikTok where somebody pointed out that there's always like little hidden things in other Disney movies. So like, I think it's Hercules. You, because they always talk about Scar getting turned into a rug. He's He'd a rug. Nice throw, yeah. He, he's a rug in Hercules. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, it was just like a little Easter egg. I think is what it was. Yeah. Like a little like nod. Were. I think my favorite thing about uh, Lion King though was that. Uh, I'm trying to think of the best ways. Like it's it's weird to talk about, but when. So you got to figure out how to say this. So there was two movies being made at the same time. Mm-hmm. That around that time was Pocahontas and Lion King. Mm-hmm. At the time, Disney, like the company Disney, was focused on trying to make these <clears throat> historically accurate movies based on these events. Like Pocahontas. Pocahontas was a real-life <laughs> woman. I'm going to say historically accurate in fucking quotations because <laughs> if you look up the, the story of Pocahontas, it's not Disney-friendly. Right. It is like not. So they turned it into one. Yeah. So the reason why I'm bringing that up is that, uh, and this is something that's actually been confirmed by some of the animators, is that say one of the animators on Pocahontas does something that the animation director doesn't like and is like failing every time. He's not like, he's not making his deadlines. What they did was they took him off of Pocahontas and put him on Lion King because they thought that Lion King wasn't going to do as well. They thought Lion King was just like a just gonna be like a throw a throwaway movie. Boy, were they wrong! Yeah, but uh, come to find out, Lion King did so much better than Pocahontas. <laughs> it's like a low budget movie, and all of a sudden, boom! <laughs> yeah, I think also it was the same thing with um, a topic that me and you would be talking about in an episode. Shrek. Shrek would have been a totally different movie had had things gone differently. I was just showing them. Yeah, that, that was crazy. The whole thing uh, about Chris Farley cool. actually being was... Shrek. Yeah, it's insane. Like, so for a while, this literally just happened like not too long ago. There's been this, there's an idea that there's a, um, a test footage of the actual, like of the animation that was going to happen in the original Shrek, but it was lost. Nobody could find it forever. And there's been clip it. There's been like little snippets that have been found, and someone actually found like almost half of this little like demo reel. Hmm. And oh. it's actually to me that is like one of my favorite movies. And trust me, when I get to that episode, it's gonna be a crazy episode because just the amount of sh- of stuff that happened in that movie is insane. Like how it was originally supposed to be a Disney movie, Disney passed on it. The guy who wrote this, who wrote it, was like, screw it. I'm taking it to somebody else. Took it to DreamWorks. They made it. And the rest is history. Right. <clears throat> Chris Farley was supposed to be the original voice actor. Did 75% of his lines. Sadly died. Then they brought in 
Mike Myers. Is it Michael Myers or Mike Myers? Mike Myers. Mike Myers. Okay. Mike Myers, yeah. Yeah, there's a difference. <laughs> there's a difference. <laughs> They're both kind of fucked up humans, but one's a little bit more. One acts on it. <laughs> Although now that I've seen so many movies with Mike Myers in it, every time Shrek talks, all I hear is fat bastard. Oh, my God. True. Yeah. That is true. Did I say humans? I meant ogre human. <laughs> ogre <laughs> slash humans. Because <laughs> he's a humanized ogre. So what's your favorite cartoon then? Uh, Spongebob. Spongebob? Honestly. God, it's going to be um, I'm okay. I yeah, binged the fuck out of that. I didn't even read like, <laughs> I legitimately, honestly, I forgot last one that started all that was what was your favorite yeah. show? <laughs> I was waiting. That's why I answered so fast. I've been waiting. God damn it. Circle around back to me. God damn it. No, I'm kidding. But, uh, now it's all to me. It's tough. <laughs> I'd probably say gargoyles. That's a good oh, one. Oh, yeah. That's, that's actually a that's very a, good that's one. That's a throwback right there. God. Definitely. That actually makes me want to go home and watch it on Disney+. Or Darkwing Duck. Let's pause this and then we'll come back. <laughs> we'll tell yeah. people what you thought of <laughs> Well, because... So, one of the other things about me doing this, this show, or this little podcast, is that one of the other things I'm wanting to do... Um, kind of toying with the idea is possibly doing a watch party mm. where i've like let's say it's like a disney like a disney show like gargoyle or um darkwing duck what i would like to do is actually get on twitch and they have this stuff called watch parties mm. where it's basically you and your audience watching along with the show or watching along with the movie mm. and it's the audience communicating with you laughing with you like tipping you whatever Yep. And that's the bit, that's the most important part, right? Yes, the money, <laughs> yes. <laughs> We're mercenaries around here. No. You should uh maybe uh as like an idea, maybe like if you ask enough people what their like their favorite cartoons are, maybe you can do an episode on maybe cartoons that most have forgotten about. As an oh. as an idea, you know what I mean? Because like he said, gargoyles, and man, I haven't watched gargoyles in ages. The long now lost I'm like, tunes. oh, I want to watch your, that. That's now. your episode name, Long Lost Tunes. Long lost there tunes. you okay. go. Yeah. Because I was sitting here thinking, you know, you know, that kind of reminds me. There's like an idea. There is also another idea of mine of if I ever set up a Patreon account, have my patrons like have like have my patrons create a list of like let's say three three cartoons that. I'd be interested in doing an episode about and then having them like vote on what they want to do, like what they want to see. I think I did it again. <laughs> I can't help it. I bet I don't know if they will actually hear that unless I, they're actually honestly, paying attention. I, I can. I can hear it. Because I got headphones I don't know on. If, <laughs> see, I can hear it, but I don't know if it's like me just hearing it, like just kind of shaking up here. Or yeah. if it's actually just like the audio. No, it's definitely, uh, I can hear it. <laughs> <laughs> Shit happens, my guy. No, I just think, I'm not complaining. I think it's fucking hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to turn that part up. Just <laughs> Go to bed. <laughs> can I? It's, it's just like a little tick of mine. I don't know why yeah. I do it. <laughs> Yeah, you just go to sleep while we just talk amongst ourselves while you're sleeping. I mean, honestly, dude, you could because you're not on any camera. That's true. <laughs> you can be laying just. I'm going to trade with Nathan, kick his ass off his chair. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's my half to show, bitch. <laughs> it's my half. I'm Start laying my... down, just relaxing. <laughs> <laughs> One eternity later. <laughs> We're all just passed out. And speaking of SpongeBob, intermission. Yeah. 
We kind of did that last time. Yeah, we did talk about uh, SpongeBob for a while, right? No, I mean that, but intermission, kind of. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I, yeah, because I think at the time I was hungry. I yeah. was like, well, I mean, we went starving. for fucking two hours. So. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, do you want to rehash what happened? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, go for it, dude. So we did the episode, and it was uh, five. What five hours? Yes, or three hours? Or some five shit hours, like twenty eight minutes. Five hours and twenty eight minutes. Like that. Something like that. All and together, yeah, we get everything go like we. I leave. It's what late at night. Some, some, something we like that. We all felt so good. We all felt. We all felt amazing. We talked about a lot of shit. I talked about some personal stuff that was going yeah. on in my life. Yeah, yeah. And then what? Like a week later, a couple of days later, I get a message. I don't know if it's from you or yeah, from it's Allie. It's me. Hey, uh, we might have to redo all that. Got fucked up. I was like, "What <laughs> happened? The audio got corrupted." Yeah, no <laughs> shit, dude. Real. I blame Allie since she was running the shit. No, <laughs> <laughs> no, it was definitely my fault. I was gonna say, come to find out, it was you who did it. <laughs> <laughs> I did it on purpose. <laughs> Obviously, I wanted that to happen. What? <laughs> we wore our tuxedos. Came in like step yeah. Came in like stepbrothers. We're, you know, we're, we're here to fuck shit, shit up. up. We're here to fuck shit up. <laughs> I was wearing my bow tie that day. I guess. <laughs> No, that was really upsetting because like yeah, cause it was so good. It was. It was because so I mean I talked about some like some like I said I talked about some serious shit that happened in my life. Serious deep shit. Yeah. Okay, Tyler and I would have to trade spots this time if we get into serious shit because I was I was crying. You were legit. Like, oh yeah. My God. I honestly. So afterwards, like when you told me that I got corrupted, I was like maybe that might be a good thing. Yeah, because <laughs> I, I was thinking about that too. I was like, I wonder. I wonder if that happened for a reason. Maybe there was something that he may not have wanted. Like, he would have thought, rethought later. Like, shit, I shouldn't have said that. Because we went so long. And it was almost, like, a lot of the time I forgot that we were, I mean, obviously we knew we were recording the whole time. But, you know, it's just we were so deep into what we were talking about. Right, yeah. Just forget that you're recording. And, I mean, like, one one of the things I did say during that episode was the fact that I'm a very honest person. I'm very open. Mm -hmm. If I trust somebody, if I talk to somebody... And I like you guys. I'm very open about about how I'm feeling and things that happen in my life because I'm type of person. I'd much rather you know this mm-hmm. rather than sit there and not know me at all. Right, right. So when it comes to me, you get you basically get almost the whole package. <laughs> well, same here. Yep. I don't hold nothing back. And like, like I was saying, I'm not as much. upset because we did get a chance to get to know you a little bit. And like I said, maybe it wasn't for the people to know. I don't know. Yeah. Well, hell, you could have split that up in a mini episode. Oh, my God, yeah. Five episodes at least, hour each. There you go. <laughs> we would have been set for good. For a while. Yeah, not for good. And whoever's in charge of everything was like, yeah, you know what? Like, we would have been delete. set for the whole time we were off. <laughs> True, that have been five weeks worth. Yeah. No, really? <laughs> uh, That's crazy, dude. <laughs> I can't believe you figured Planet that Earth out so is calling fast. you, you fuck. <laughs> Planet Earth is calling you. <laughs> Stupid. Just cut this shit I'm out. I'm on now. Planet Earth. What? How is my Earth calling me? I, moving on. Exactly. <laughs> See, I don't, I, I don't normally, normally I don't call it Planet Earth, I call it Disc Earth. Because I mean, you know, like, disc earth. Yeah, I mean, because you know, it's it's flat. Flat earth. Okay. Flat. Yeah. Yeah. You okay. Know? Okay. Yeah, I proved that theory. Yeah. 
It's the fat earth. That's what it's it is. all you round eyes. Oh, my God. <laughs> to all you rounders out there, think it's yeah, round. It's, it's you round, Are you crazy round earthers? Yeah. Fucks. So, so the earth's a twig, bitch? She ain't, she ain't, she ain't thick? <laughs> she ain't thick? <laughs> nope. Aww. I think the earth is a ring, God damn it. A ring? The earth is Saturn's <laughs> rings. Well, are, are, are you saying that earth is halo? Yes. It can be. That'd be cool. Oh. Yeah, that's what I was thinking of I, I can't immediately. Think of <laughs> I don't know either. <laughs> no, did you ever see that video? Or so- <laughs> I know. American Auto Hill. You ever seen that video? And there's the peak. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever seen a video of the guy, I'm assuming it's a dude, he uh, was in a bathroom and it was like great acoustics and he sung that song in the bathroom? Yes. Yes. That's great. I've seen a couple of it's videos where bathroom. people have done that. There's another one that a guy started singing it in a restroom, and groups of guys were coming out of the stall singing yes. with him in a chorus. <laughs> oh, but it sounded really good. <laughs> oh no, that's it. That's see, that's gonna get caught. The reason why I stopped. Is, <laughs> no, the reason why I stopped is because it was so good that I figured I felt like they would copyright us because it sounded yeah. so accurate. No, 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 no. <laughs> Stop that, like, stop that, stop that. No singing, no singing. Real... Copyright infringement. <laughs> she. Because it sounded so good. That... Allie. No singing, no singing. No singing. None, none. Not one. Calm Not down, one. Amy Lee. Not one note. No. <laughs> Come on the show. Who? Amy Lee. Evanescence. Hell yeah, Evanescence. I would die. I'd lose my shit. See, <laughs> oh my God. That was another I reason die. I was upset selfishly because I'd be like, the dumbass, like you still Jonathan Davis. <laughs> yes, I was on fire on that episode. Dude. Oh my God, because that was the other thing we lost is that we had the we had Allie and I did a, a metal list. Yes, yes, we did. Or the, they had yeah. the metal um, bracket. 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 Yes, and I actually really enjoyed that. That was really cool. That was my. Yeah, Evanescence. I mean, technically we could do it again, but I got a feeling you guys are probably like, no, I think we're good. <laughs> yeah, it would take too much to do it. <laughs> I don't even know if I could get that bracket back. Like, I might be just gone forever. Like, I don't even know. Yeah, I honestly, I could probably like undelete the. I haven't deleted it permanently. I just put it in my recycle bin, so I could probably get that episode and like take a screenshot of oh, when yeah. you guys finished it. So, so it was the audio that got corrupted. Yes. it wasn't the video, right? Right. Okay. Yeah. yeah. If it was audio, I'd be like, "Fuck it, I'll just audio only. I don't give a fuck." Well, we we can just we can just record over that. We can just record over the five hours. Yes. <laughs> Subtitles. Try to remember exactly what we said. So like, in this moment, I was talking about. <laughs> could you imagine doing a fucking watch along with? We're your talking own about penises. <laughs> talking about this dick. Pop off a piece of my dick. And in this moment, you can't see me on the film, but I'm back there crying as they're talking about Dick. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> as they're talking about Dick. She was dying. Dick. And then he started talking she about emotional D-E-D shit. And she started dead. crying for real, for real. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think we both started crying a little bit, to be honest. Yeah. I started tearing up a little bit. I was yeah. like, I'm sorry. Like, I did not mean to make Ellie cry. I'm like, like, oh, no. I can't help it. I was like, oh. It's so sweet. Have you ever seen Wild Hogs? Yes. Yes. Okay. It's been a while. You remember at the very end, spoiler alert, that dude got beard hair in my mouth. I'm um, hot. Yeah. Great. <laughs> I that that the 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 bad the, 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 
the say hi. remix. <laughs> Better out, son. The bad biker. Yes. At the very end, he was on a Man. extreme makeover, and he was like crying. Oh, he did that shit. <laughs> <laughs> He's like this big bad motherfucker, like an asshole. Cry. And then oh, it's fucking great. Oh, I've always been the type of person that I think. I be honestly, I think talking about your emotions and talking about certain things that happen in your life is probably the manliest fucking thing that I've ever seen. Can't Being be t- open about like what like what's been going on, it, like shouldn't be like, no, I'm a man, like I'm not gonna talk about how I feel. That don't make you a man. It doesn't. No, it doesn't. Because you because you're just closing yourself off. And you just you know. What we're I'm the type person. To do. Yeah, I'm the type of person. Screw it. Like I'm going to tell you how I feel. I'm going to tell you if I'm pissed off. I'm going to tell you if I'm sad. I'm going to tell you if I'm going through depression. Right. Because yep. guess what? That's what I'm going through. <laughs> yep. Well, something I've said. Something I've said before is, uh, people think being a man is going through shit alone and not asking for help. Actually, it's actually it can just more manly to swallow your fucking pride and ask for help if you need it. Well, something that I learned during that time in my life, during that dark time, the fact that uh, it's kind of a bad thing to not ask for help. Yeah, right. <laughs> drowning, and yeah, because because you yeah. there's a guy right there, but you're too fucking stupid to fucking stubborn, right? Stubborn, stupid. They're all. I mean, words. I mean, I guess, I mean, I guess if you guys want to talk about, it, we can talk about it. What? I mean, about what I was talking about. <laughs> what? <laughs> Why did? <laughs> Basically. <laughs> that ep- <laughs> basically that episode I talked about like I, I was going through some serious shit in my life like the for like two years of my life and went through depressions like serious case of depression and like you were just talking about as men we tend to not try not to talk about our emotions mm-hmm. we tend to try and you know just drown it out or do or do whatever in reality if you do something like that what happens is what happened to me. I'm alone. I don't have nobody in my apartment, so I don't have anybody to talk to. I got to a point in my life where I legitimately was at rock bottom in my emotions, and I was just like, I'm fucking ready for everything to stop. That's because I wasn't saying anything to anybody. Right. And then, exactly. Yeah, and then I started talking to my, I, uh, I talked to my sister, and I told her what was going on, and we sat there and started talking. She, she started inviting me over to her house with her with uh, her family and I started getting better um I think I talked about in the, on that last episode when it comes to depression I called a well because that's basically what it is and then I, I'm actually about to be a very smart person because this is probably the best way of explaining depression to somebody yes depression do it is a well because it's a, like let's, let's say you live out in the country and you have a well to get your water you know that well is there. You know it's dangerous. You know if you get close to it, you're going to fall in. Throughout your life, you might slowly, depending on like, on you might you might be sprinting towards that well, or you might be just slowly inching that inching your way. So you you might you might never see that well or or, or whatever. When someone has depression, you're slowly going to that well. You just don't know it until something happens, and then you're at that well, looking down into it, and then. In my case, I had a death in my family that basically I was pushed into that well. Mm. And I fell down maybe like a quarter of the way. Kind of caught myself. Am I okay? Like, I can get out of this. 
started crawling, crawling back up, lost my mom, immediately hit rock bottom. Lost myself, lost everything. I was like, I'm done. Like, I can't get out of this well. There are ways to get out of that well. You can ask for help. Someone throws that rope down to you and you can climb out. It's the easiest way to do it, asking for help. Or you can try and be someone that wants to do it by yourself. It can work, but it is difficult to climb out that well by yourself. So that's how I've always looked at it is that it's just a well. It's a well that sometimes people just, when you hit that rock bottom, there's those people who just don't see that exit. They don't see that way of getting out. They don't see that they have the strength to get out. They don't They don't see the people that need it. Like, they don't have anybody up there with a rope to throw down to help them. And they lead to them doing something that, you know, a lot of people, I mean, especially my family, have dealt with. Which is something that I don't want to talk about because, I mean, it's just... Yeah. <laughs> That's the, That's understandable. I'm sorry. Uh, you good? You good? You're good. Um, I was thinking on that. Like, that's the crazy part of depression because, like, especially when you get, when you're that deep in it, your brain literally tells you that you have no one. When you really, you really might yeah. have a good support system, but your brain has, or at least my brain does that to me when, if I get in a hole. Like, it convinces me, you put yourself there. You can figure it out. You can get out by yourself. You don't You don't need anybody. You've got it. And yes. you really don't. And then, like, you know, Tyler said, you know, that pride sets in. Like, you don't want to admit that there's something you wrong. Yes. You don't want to look weak. You don't want to look like, like with my family. And then like, you start you to look, feel ashamed, like a baby too. or something. You know what I mean? And yes. you start feeling guilt. <laughs> so, yeah, that the well theory. Yeah. Absolutely. That's I mean, there's also like other theories I've heard that like the whole, um, oh, I just had it in my head because I was just thinking about it. Um, that it's, it was not, a, it's not exactly a theory. It's actually a, the, a really good way of explaining depression and anxiety. Anxiety is worrying about the future. Mm-hmm. Depression is worrying about the past. Yep. <sighs> Am I in purgatory if I experience both at the same time? Mm-hmm. Probably. Yeah. It's called multitasking. I'm in, <laughs> it's called multitasking. I'm in a canoe just going I mean, through purgatory. Yeah, I mean, you say multitasking. Yes, it's taxing too. As weird, <laughs> I was going to say, as weird as it sounds, they're honestly, to me, I've always considered both of them the same thing. Because mm. I have anxiety. They work together, yes. Yeah, they, yeah, they, yeah, they work in they conjunction work hand, with each other. Hand hand, yeah. the pro- here's the thing, though. The depression is lying to you. That's what causes the anxiety because you... You give in to the depression. Yes. Ang- because, and, and that was, I'm sorry. Or, I mean, you give in to the anxiety and then the anxiety that you gave into, you lose your confidence in yourself because you gave in to something. Yeah. And that's where depression comes As from. cliche as this is, and I'm sure you guys might have heard of this, um, inside your head, there's two voices. It's the whole idea of the angel and the demon. Yeah. All right. Good and so bad. You have, so you have the good. You have the good side of your mind. You have the bad side of your mind. You have the side of your mind that's going to sit there and tell you you're doing a great thing, you're doing a great job. You look. You love your life. You love your family. All these different things. You have the other side, saying all the opposites. Right. Your life sucks. You suck. All these different things and depression, in a way, is giving into those negative thoughts. Mm-hmm. I was just yep. thinking, like, because then those voices start to get louder and louder and louder yeah. and louder, and start to drown out the gr- the good voice, and that's kind of what happened with it me. It takes ten good voices to drown out one bad one. Yes. Well, I was just thinking, with like, 
anxiety with me personally, anxiety like almost feels like an unnecessary fear that's just kind yeah. of sitting in your chest. That's exactly it. Like you're afraid of like unnecessary things or you're so expecting things to happen that aren't going to happen. So to me, anxiety is almost like like fear. An unnecessary. You're right. So you know I, what I mean? so it's fine that you bring that up because we we're just talking. I'll just showing you guys a, a show that I watch called or I listen to called Inside of You with Michael Rosenbaum. It's one of my favorite podcasts to listen to. Like if you guys can't tell, I'm fascinated by like also by ment like by mental health and mental wellness and stuff like that. And that's all this is basically about. It's Michael Rosenbaum from uh, Lex Luthor's uh, Smallville's Lex Luthor interviewing all his friends and these like other actors who are going through like who are who went through like some serious stuff and how they were able to get over it how they're able to get past it and it's also a very funny very informative show but it's funny that you're talking about that because one of the episodes i was just talking about they kind of brought that up about um can you remind me what you're saying i uh, dude that happens to me at least i got through a tangent i'm like <laughs> I said anxiety kind of like you guys were talking about how it goes hand in hand with depression. And when I deal with it, it almost feels like it goes hand in hand with fear. It, yes. it feels like you're you're afraid okay. of that next step. So one of the things I found out while, while, while listening to that is that <clears throat> depression, anxiety, I've always thought that was like a modern day issue. That anxiety and depression just came out of the blue, just were like created like during the modern times within our own like minds found out it's actually it's a survival it's like a it's almost like a fight or flight hmm. it's your it's your body saying like you're going through some stuff it's the reason why if you have depression you don't want to get out of bed you want to stay in a place that's uh, in a place of comfort until these bad thoughts until all these bad this bad feeling goes away and then you start to feel safer enough to go outside yeah right then for me, uh, well, not for me, but the way I think of it is I think some people stay in, stay in for so long that they then have anxiety about going outside because they're not used to going out there. You know what I That's mean? That's the double-edged sword of it, though. Yep. That's the reason why it took me a long time to finally like get out and go see my sister and my family and my friends and start getting into theater again and start doing the things that I enjoyed. And then once I started doing that, those negative voices that I was hearing started to fade away. And then those positive voices started kicking in and started getting louder and louder until I got to a point where I'm like, I'm good. Yep. It's funny. Cause well, it's not funny, but when you were here talking, when we were talking about this originally, um, I was going through that, that hardcore. Like nobody has really? any idea. Yeah. Nobody has any idea. Cause I, I'm the opposite of what you were saying. I, 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 if I just don't bother people, like it's, it's, I can handle stuff myself. Yeah. But like, I'll talk to certain people, but most of the time it's just me. I need to work shit out with myself. Like I don't need to tell anybody because if I already am working on most of the time when something happens, or, or something sets me back, I'm immediately thinking of how can I fix this? Not, oh, boo-hoo, me, you know what I mean? Yeah. So talking to somebody about what I already, I'm already brainstorming. There's no reason to really 
because venting helps sometimes, but I, I'm not one of those people that like cries often at all. Like I, I couldn't tell you the last time I cried about anything because it just doesn't do anything for me. It's not like I hold it in. That's just it would honestly take me more energy to cry than it would to not cry. Right. Um, I'm the ball baby so. in the room. Like, um, um, I, I am. I'm the crier. I'm, I'm gonna say I'm probably like right behind you on that though, because because I because honestly, I was kind of like you for a little bit, you know, trying to hold anything back. Mm-hmm. Like, like I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. The final when I was finally realized what was going on, I finally started to actually open up. That's when. I was able to start kind of crying and grieving mm-hmm. and stuff like that because I mean, I'll be honest. That episode that we the episode that we did, I, my mom died, my na- my my, gra- my Italian grandmother died, my mom died, then my grandmother died, all within a span of, I said one year. Actually, I looked it up. It was within two years. Mm-hmm. So Still, my, so Still. my yeah, so my nana died in June of 2019. My mom died in June of 2020. One of those in ten years is good good enough. You know what I mean? Yeah, <laughs> but if it's Within a year of each other, yeah, they die and they're like those important people too. They're yeah, staples the, the, of who staples you are. Staples of your life, pillars of your life. Yeah, that's why I've always called them. Is they're, they're the pillars. They're the ones that got me in. My nan's the one that got me into theater. She's the one that was like, you know, there's this company out there called the Shelby County Players. You should go out and play for them. By the way, I just found out they're doing a new play. Cinderella. Yep. I looked at it, but I told uh, myself I have to. Have who's a directing break. it? I don't know. Um, I think. Um, don't um, tell me. Owens. Danielle. Danielle? Mm-hmm. I might audition. I don't know. <laughs> Spamalot took a lot out of me, so I told myself I'm just going to I'm just gonna chill for a little bit because I don't want to burn myself out on a passion. So I might pass on this one and go watch it. But um, like I said, my Nana brought me into Shelby County Players, and then from there I started doing theater for the Tree, uh, the tree County Players and did rumors and had this... Uh, amazing phenomenal hilarious cast including Allie over here and we worked so well with each other my mom <laughs> i really wish you had met her because she was probably one of the oh it's hard for me to talk about this but i feel like i need to talk about it my mom was the nicest sweetest most stubborn ladies i have ever met in my entire fucking life <laughs> but the other thing she was and my brother brought uh my brother summed it up so well during his like little like talking about it like at a funeral she was the toughest person i've ever met she went she, like way i've always said is that help, life dealt her a horrible hand and she did the best with it she was diagnosed with brain cancer uh she was able to get out of it like she was able to get treated, but because of the treatment, it caused uh, it was radiation treatment that causes brain uh, scar tissue to develop inside her brain. Later on, she started having seizures. The seizures led to her essentially fading from us at a slow pace. So at one point, she was talkative. She was stubborn. She was a smart ass. She was all basically. If you ever talk to me, I'm a smart ass. I get it from her, <laughs> but. She went from that, she had this very serious, a very serious seizure to a point where it paralyzed one, of her, one side of her body. Mm. And she went from being able to walk and talk to having issues walking and talking. Like she could still move and she could still talk. It was just kind of difficult. A couple of months later, 
It was hard for her to do both. Mm-hmm. Couple months later, she could barely do anything. She had to be pushed around a wheelchair until it led to a point when she sadly she couldn't talk or walk at all. Mm-hmm. She was bedridden, and that was the toughest thing I've ever had to go go through. Was that process of watching her just essentially fade in front of me. Mm-hmm. And I think that was the moment that you started crying. Because I, I started crying too. But she taught me just sh- life sucks. <laughs> it does. But you got to do the best you can do to make it better. Right. Yep. Mm-hmm. Like, what, it- like, whatever, like whatever hand you have, do the best you can to make sure that hand is the best. Like Just like make the best of that hand as you can. Yep. My mamo, which was her mom, <laughs> again smart ass, probably one of the like, probably one of the most amazing ladies in my life. She was very funny, huge fan of Elvis. I think she just she taught me just to love life, because again, she I mean she lived in the same house for she had the same house for seventy years. It's still standing. I don't want to get too much into it because this there's certain things happening in my, in my own personal life with that side of my family. And it honestly pisses me off to talk about it, (laughs) but suffice it to say her death kind of destroyed me because I was actually got the call from my brother Vinny saying, Hey, man was in the hospital. I don't know if she's going to make it. As soon as I got that call, I left work, started driving to think, like a 40 minute drive to go to the hospital she was at 10 minutes into it my brother calls me back i'm like hey man like i'm on the way i got 30 minutes he goes take your time she just passed Mm. worst 30 minute drive i ever had because i still went over there and you know just was there with my family just like you know just kind of talking but with all that being said I'm still trying to make the best of my life to the best that I can. Yes, I lost a job that was probably one of my favorite jobs I ever had, the most the most the the most I've ever been paid. But now I have a better now I have a job that I kind of enjoy. I'm trying to do something with my life that I want to do that I'm genuinely I came to the realization slowly that I hate factory work cuz amen. <laughs> Because it's basically a high, sc- one, it's basically yeah, high it. school for 50-year-olds. Absolutely. <laughs> you literally just fucking hit the nail <laughs> on the head, dude. I'm Summed currently living that dream. Yeah. And yep. then... You want to do something that makes you happy. Yes. Then you and then you don't have yeah. to do the 9 to 5 bullshit. Yes. Yes. Or, like, right now I'm working for a service company. Right. Which is cool and all. Like, I like it. Like, I work for... Like, I'm, I'll say it right now. I work for Invisible Fence. I've been, I've been there for, like... Ooh, like a week or like not a week or two, like a month or two. I enjoy it because I love dogs. Like I genuinely love dogs. So every time I go to a customer's house, they have a dog that just just is the most happy, like friendly animal. Just wants to say hi. But at the same time, as much as I like doing that, because at one point I'm going to be working by myself. I'm still dealing with stupid shit. Mm-hmm. still dealing with the customer service or dealing with a customer who's irate, which I'm okay with those types of people. 
I'm very calm. I'm very rational when it comes to those people. I've actually talked down a couple, a couple of people who wanted to fucking kill me because I had to cancel a service because of cut. I had to cancel a service because of customer service because they because they, they messed up the order. Mm. It wasn't right, and I couldn't do anything because I can't sit there and fix the order. Right, but just slowly come to this realization that maybe it's just that I want to work by myself and do something that I want to do. So, a podcast. I listen to podcasts all the time. Like it's, like I just said, I listen to that Michael Rose. I listen to Inside of You, which honestly, if any of your if any of you listeners are listening to me right now, if you're interested in mental health and stuff like that, or interested in like just that type of conversation, give it a listen. Listen to any of those episodes. I will say the specifically one would be the the most recent Zach Zach Levi episode because it straight up brought me to tears. I just showed these two guys. It is <laughs> uh, very difficult to watch. It was also very cathartic to watch. I mean, but I'll listen to stuff like that. And then I'll listen to something like my shirt is Chuluminati, which is a podcast is all about like conspiracy theories and monsters and ghost stories and aliens. And it's basically just three potheads talking about it <laughs> and it is probably one of the funniest things in the world listening to them like talk about like chupacabras and mothman and they just they're doing an episode like that just yesterday they released it it's called the coronado hotel or something like that hmm. it was so it's a it's a hotel that was being rented out for like a, a ufo uh conference and i guess Basically, every person inside this hotel had some experience at that night at during that conference had some experience with aliens dirt like while staying at that hotel. Hmm. And that's interesting. Yeah, it's kind of like <laughs> that's Let's one go. of them that I need to check out. Pardon me. I'm going to go to the restroom. I'm sure you all wanted to know about that. I'm following Don't you. Don't follow in. <laughs> I, in in oh, other words, I'm going after you. <laughs> Have a good one. Grab the camera. <laughs> <laughs> Grab the cordless cam. <laughs> yeah, you have the other one. What you doing in right? there? Yeah. No. Okay. Good. We're good. <laughs> I'm not weird. I swear. <laughs> Jesus. Jesus. Girls, now calm down. Yeah, going back to the uh, depression thing, though, like, <laughs> fuck. Uh, yeah, I struggled with that for a good year. Like, I worked with her, her company, and up until September of last year, I believe, so almost a year ago, mm-hmm. and I quit that job, and I had a bunch of money saved up, and I took some time off, and... I did mostly this. Like I said, all this, like all this is in existence because of the time that I took off. You're welcome. So (laughs) I'm serious. Like I'm not saying that to be an asshole, but (laughs) he came over to my house like, bro, why don't we, we talked about it for a while about starting one, but we never started it. You know how they say better late than, or Never late than sorry or something like that. Better late than never. Yeah, there's, yeah <laughs> better whatever. late than never. Yeah. But <laughs> instead of just talking about it. Yeah, see, I have a guy on my... Sh- 
I have a guy on my show that can't talk, that talks for a little... What the fuck? I have a dumbass who can't think of shit. I ain't out. Don't be poking. But, yeah. We talked about it, and then we was like, let's actually do this, dude. I pushed him, like, come on. Let's do this. Let's do this. Yep. Then we talked and came up with the name on the fly with Martin and Fry, but... I said on or I said Martin, Martin and Fry, Fry show. some show, and then that's when he came up with. How about on the fly with Martin and Fry? I was like, hell yeah, dude! It's a rhyme. It's play yeah. on our names, and then it's actually I actually really like. It that opens manager. up the opportunity to, for us to literally talk about whatever the fuck we want to because it's on the fly. It's it's yeah. I mean, it's different like, it's off different. the cuff, right? It's so, it's the perfect name for what you guys do, and it's right. kind of like with me, like know your tunes, just perfect. Right, exactly. Right. It yeah. sounds right, and it sounds like you know exactly what you're getting into. Not- you're going to have an advantage over us, too, because yours is a centered-in topic. Ours right, is not. yeah. So yeah. we have not probably yet found an audience that likes us because we have such a broad spectrum of But that's topic, what I like about topic it, of conversation. because it ain't just about <laughs> politics and this and that and that, no. and that. It's about everything. We can get into that, though. It's just you guys just talking about <laughs> shit. That's all it is. Right. And, I, that's, and that's talking. actually a really cool idea. Like, so like a really like, I, I don't know. It's just to me, it's just a very like really cool idea of like just having a, like having an episode or a podcast where it's just you and your best friend mm-hmm. just right. in there talking shit to each other or talking about stupid shit. Yep. Well, then that allows like um, their audience to get to know them on somewhat of like a personal level yeah. because you're actually seeing them the way we see them right them just goofing off having a good time or whatever so exactly. I, I think it's yeah and that's idea. and that's and honestly that's, that's the reason why i'm so excited for the episode with my brother because i'm still not going to say what the episode is about but what i will say is that it's an episode that i think we're both going to love i think if i have a if i have a good audience at the time i think the audience is going to love it because my brother and i we click we click so well with each other. Like he's one of my good friends and we'll sit there and just shoot shit with each other, talk shit to each other. But we're like good friends, like, like, like good friends though. Right. And I'm so excited to do that episode because I genuinely like, not only is the topic going to be good, but I know just the chemistry between me and him. It's going to, it's going to be comedy gold. Yeah. <laughs> yep. I was going to ask if you were going to do it with somebody or do it by yourself. So I've been trying to figure that out. I mean, do you do do what you? I think you'll be fine. Because it's I, so awkward to talk by yourself. It is uh, actually it. me recording the introduction, mm-hmm. like 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 the tiny like little one yes. minute snippet thing. That was weird because yeah. I did like four like four or five takes. It's so hard to be yourself <laughs> when there's nobody there. Yes, because and that's the reason why. Look at them and talk. And that's also them. one of the reasons why look I want to do the like having a guest, mm. and I'll need to figure out. I might need to buy new another mic in order to do it because I only have one right now. Yeah. But having that guest, it kind of breaks it up because I'll go from those like those episodes where it's just me talking about Rugrats or talking about this, and it's just me kind of just going through the history. I might go on a tangent every once in a while, but it's just gonna be me. But when I feel like when I get to like a me and Allie or one of you guys or my brother or Eric, Eric yeah. I think when it gets to that, it's going to be interesting because now I have someone I can kind of riff. I, I wouldn't say riff off of, but I can have someone to bounce ideas off of and have them you relate know. to. Yeah. yeah. 
Okay. That's basically... Or be, like, or be like, did you know this about your favorite movie? No, I didn't know that. Right. Like, huh, that's actually kind of cool. I would love to do something. I don't know if it'd be a podcast necessarily, but I would love to do something. But it's like, almost like having a writer's block. I wouldn't know what to do creatively to catch an audience's attention. Just do like, something. Just do ADHD it. ADHD is strong in this one, so like, I, Only I feel fans. like I wouldn't... No. Yeah. Start uh, selling bath water. That, oh, no. Start farting in her jars or something like that. That's a real thing. From my sweaty socks? No, but. No, there, yeah, actually, you know what? Funnily enough, there is actually a girl who does that. Like, there is. I know her name, too, and I'm not going to say it. All I will say is that she's mm. not bad looking. I don't know. I, I, they don't I smell too color. bad. It's like I've purchased. <laughs> stank ass underwear. Smell a little fruity. <laughs> like, one of the girls that. Um, I think I, she had avocados that day. Oh, <laughs> no, there's a girl at work that told me that um, her best friend sells her used panties and makes like $1,000 a week off of it. Yeah. Dude, it's insane. And like, I'm like, what the hell am I doing with my life right now? And she's like, well, just sell your damn underwear. I'm like, so I can't lucky. do that. So I can't do that. I'm going to run out of panties. I was like, do you, do you think they'll take feet? She's like, hell yeah, they will. I'm like, okay, that one's a little. Don't kink shame. There's, there's. Trust me, there's plenty of like interesting kinks out there. That's just oh, I'm not. Weird. Oh, I'm not shaming like, really you. Weird. I'm not shaming you as long as like, you know, it's legal or whatever. You like whatever you like, but there is a kink where girls fart on cakes. I'm not even joking. There are videos of girls sit, like, sitting on a cake and farting. Is, it, is it. it okay? I have questions. <laughs> is it for the sound? Trust me, so did I. <laughs> is it for the sound that it makes when it hits the cake? Is it for flavoring? Like, is uh, it uh, just uh, for how their ass looks when they get up? Like, I ha- is it all of it? I have Gordon questions. Gordon Ramsay of fart cakes. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Hell's Kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> There's too much crack in this one. You're an idiot sandwich. I can't. There's no, no. I didn't Where's eat any sauce. <laughs> this cake tastes like shit. <laughs> I was going to say, speaking of Mike Myers, I didn't eat any corn. <laughs> A bit nutty. <laughs> A bit nutty. A bit nutty. Jesus. Dude, when we were in the, the play that I was in recently, everybody was talking in that accent. Like... Just, just trying to just say na- like It's like we would forget to shut it off and we would just... Be walking around talking obnoxiously like that. It took me like a week and a half to stop. Just bloody well swell, ain't it? I, like I had to quit because I was like, that is very offensive. Like stop, stop talking. Stop. <laughs> Go back to American, damn it. <laughs> Telling yourself that. Like English. Well, I mean, I'm, I'm speaking English oh, just obnoxiously. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, good day. Language of obnoxiousness. Speaking pig Latin. (laughs) (laughs) Pig Latin. No, when you were, okay, so looping back around to where you were talking about um, depression Mm -hmm. and anxiety and how we all kind of react to it differently or handle it differently. And I was sitting here saying, oh, you know, I own up. I I can be a crybaby. Like, I was thinking about how, like, mine's more of, like, a a trauma response. Like, I was never really allowed to express myself when I was younger. She kicked the piano if you didn't know. (laughs) (laughs) That's what it sounded like. Did I? 
Sorry. Okay. Go, go <laughs> yeah. ahead. Go ahead. No, you're good. Um, no, I just thought like I was never allowed to express myself growing up. So I've like bottled it in for a while. And then now that I'm an adult, it's almost like I don't know how to control it when it does come out. I know it's healthy to release it, mm. but sometimes I'm a little like, sometimes I feel like I look ridiculous when I'm over here going, ah! I'm just crying. And they're like, you all right? No. Do I look okay? <laughs> yeah. <the laughs> snot no, running, okay. bubbles. Like it's not, it's not pretty. <laughs> and I've actually had thoughts. Like I, I get guilty thoughts sometimes where I'm like, oh my God. You're making a scene. You look ridiculous right now. Get yourself together, girl. Clean yourself up. Quit stop crying. being such a Karen. Yeah, stop. Yeah, stop being like that. You look like a baby. Quit. Like I didn't Linda. know if anybody else struggles with that Linda. or not, but I do. Like I'll get all upset. I'll start crying, and then I bash myself for crying. Like I do stop it. Stop it. I've done that a couple of times. Like this ain't worth crying over. Stop. Stop. See, I have a. I'm thankful for it, but I have a, and it's not always been this way. But I have a voice in my head that's always telling me, dude, don't lose your cool. It's not worth it. And 90% of the time, I don't lose my cool because I just, it's not worth it 90% of the time. Yeah, so I it's, just, yeah it's not. That's like, why I, I had, go ahead. I'll say, that's why I understand dudes like, why fist fight? Why punch somebody in the fucking face when it's not fucking worth it? Or I'll tell jail. you how it's worth it. You yeah. want to go outside right now? There's some no. people, yeah. <laughs> what the fuck to. are you saying, huh? What are you what? saying about... You don't like violence? Right We're go, bro! You don't like violence, bitch? <laughs> you know Look at Jersey Shore! You gonna talk like me? Are you gonna talk like that around me? You gonna talk like that to me? Around my friends? God damn it! Just said I don't lose my cool and then I... No, but but what, like like what you were just saying is actually exactly what I was gonna say is that for a while I actually had a, and a, this is not like anything secretive, especially if you knew me when I was in high school and middle school is I had a serious anger issue, like I cannot control my anger. People will sit there and poke my buttons and I would get in a fight. <laughs> I'm serious constantly. I'm telling you right now, it's the the sensitive triggers are the targets for people that want to do that yes. shit too. Yeah, and so when you don't give a if you don't give a response to if you don't give a shit then they stop right and then that's the thing that i learned and i'm so thankful for this guy even though that <laughs> i'm gonna say this because i don't know if he sorry thought, i thought of something funny he probably will never hear this <laughs> but i had this we had this principal when i was in high school i can't remember his name so i'm not gonna say it but he taught me a very valuable lesson of ignore them yep don't listen to whatever they're saying. Beat just the like, shit out of all of them. Just ignore them. And so I started doing that. And the reason why I'm not going to say his name is that he kind of got fired for texting some of the girls. Oh. I'm not going to say the name of the high school that I went to either. But suffice it to say, yeah, it was a very interesting uh, school. <laughs> <laughs> you don't say. Out in the middle of BFE. <laughs> but um, he just taught me to do that. And so when he said all that, I'm like, okay, let's try this. So, the very next day, I had these bullies that would always sit there and mess, mess with me and mess with me. I just walked away from them. I kept walking away. And then one day, I'm sitting there walking down, and all of a sudden, I had like, a, like my books in my hand, and they just knocked it out of my hand. I just kind of looked at them and just said, okay, and just kept walking. Got to, the, got to my class, and like, where's your book at? I was like, oh, it's, in the, it's in the hall. Apparently, uh, so-and-so didn't want me to hold it, so... Hmm. Yeah. Like, okay. Yeah, we have a spare. <laughs> tell you what, you can tell on people now. Stitches or snitches don't get stitches anymore. Sti snitches get bitches now. 
It's it's I guess it depends on how does that work? I don't know. Have you talked? Have you have you ever heard of Takeshi Six Nine? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. That's exactly oh. what I was going for. Yep. Yeah. Heard well, him. Something. Something else I've learned, like with um, how other people come at you, whether they're bullying you or whether they're just being a complete pain in the ass to you. Um, something that I am still learning is to not take things so damn personally. Yes. yes. Because a lot of the times when someone comes at you, it is literal projection. It's what they're going through. Yep. And it doesn't have anything to do with you. That's what they were talking about on that clip too. Maybe not. Yes. Maybe not every time. There are times where I'm a pain and I'll take accountability where I need to. Like, yeah, okay, you're right. I messed up. I'll apologize. I, I will keep my end. But a lot of the time anybody's ever come at me, it's because they're going through something Here's, and they're taking it out on me because I was an easy, I'm, I'm an easy target. Yeah, and, that, and so. that's that episode that I was talking about when it comes up inside of you with Michael Rosenbaum. Miss he he interviews Zach uh, Levi who plays Shazam, and he talks about how that's how like he I guess he has a, a like a serious like a, a bad relationship with him and his mom, and he wrote a letter to his mom during like a counseling. At first, it was he said one the first like the front of the page was nothing but I hate Jews and like all these like like ho- like horrible things. He says as soon as I flipped that page, it was nothing but forgiveness. And that he understood that, that she funny. yeah, it was that that got me was that cuz he that's when he started bawling. I'm like, "Oh god, no." That one I bawled through because I'm like living through what I've lived through. I was just like, "Oh my god. Did you do the bawling through the whole thing? Love that one." I lived through some of that with you. Rough shit. Yes, it yeah. is. And I mean, I mean, yeah, like I said, I've been bullied. So all these guys mm-hmm. that I got bullied by were these just these guys who just were going through some shit. Later on in life, yeah. after I graduated, I think what like maybe like five, six years later, these guys added me on Facebook, and we start sat there and started talking. And they explained to them, they explained to me like they were going through some serious shit and like they actually apologized to me. And like, I'm sorry that we treated you like that. Like like, later on, I realized you're actually a really cool guy to talk to. You're very informative. You know what you're talking about. You're very funny. And like just basically sat there and apologized. I say that, but I've also had one bully who I had on Facebook, got rid of him. And then a couple of years later, he added me back. We sat there and started talking. He apologized. But then, like, not even a week later, I guess this guy got drunk or something. He's like, remember that one time that I did this, 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 and this to you? I'm like, yeah, it kind of hurt. He goes, yeah, but it was funny. Immediately blocked him. (laughs) I was like, yeah, no, we're not doing this. (laughs) Love it when people don't change. (laughs) Yeah, some people don't. Oh, so I see you're still a dick. (laughs) Thanks. See ya. (laughs) But... That's the thing. You you can only hold yourself accountable. You cannot expect other people to hold them their own self accountable. There, when you stop realizing, or when you start realizing that other people don't control themselves, you can then start controlling your own self. I don't know if that made any sense. No, absolutely. Like, you, no matter what kind of effort thoughts. you put forth for that person. They won't change until they're ready. Only right. they can change themselves. You got to yep. worry about you only and thing focus you can, on what you can do better. The only thing you can change is the way you approach whatever situation that is. That yes, sir. Yes. Yeah. And sometimes if they show you who you are, don't try to repaint that picture. Just believe them the first time they show you who they are. Yep. 
unless they actually put forth the you know the willingness to change. So, yeah, and, and action speaks so much louder. And that's the reason why, like one of my favorite, like one of my favorite line, like one of my favorite quotes, I guess, ever, and it's still something that I still live by is never judge a book by its cover. Mm-mm. No, you never do that. Nope. Because, like I said, I've met plenty of people who at first. I thought, oh, they're dicks. They're assholes. And then I started talking to him like, actually, he's really cool. Actually, she's really cool. She's really nice. She's a sweetheart. There's also those days where I meet those people. I'm like, oh, no, he is an asshole. (laughs) Well, I mean, me and you both know one that's kind of like that. If I judge a book by its cover. Yeah. yeah, A certain director. Oh, yeah. If I I judge a book by its cover when I met Nathan, we wouldn't be friends right now. (laughs) Look at him. No. (laughs) Just kidding. Love you, dude. I was with your sister for a while. Yeah. What's up, man? Yeah, it was my first problem with you. <laughs> that's why I didn't start being friends with you until after. That, that's when the issue started. <laughs> yeah, I just can't, can't, haven't gotten Jesus. away yet. What? I haven't found a way to get away. <laughs> I'm trying to break off this Can motherfucker. Right now. <laughs> now you got me under a fucking contract with this podcast. Yeah. There's no real contract. Yeah, You're I'm, all right. Yeah. I hear you. <laughs> Yeah, the whole change thing. I think that that's one thing, something else that I need to, that I've noticed that I need to work on is like, there's so many people in my life that I, like, if you're in my life, it's because I care about you. I think you're amazing. I, I want to bond, yada, 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 not to mm. get mushy. But there's some people in my life that I'm like, I just wish they would see how their actions are negatively af- affecting them. And I wish that we'd change, but I know I can't make somebody change. And it, I end up hurting myself. Mm-hmm. I end up sitting here hurting because I'm because like, then, oh because my god, when, I see the potential that you right. have. Why yeah. can't you just? And then and then you, you just, and then you try to sit there and show them, but they're not seeing it, and it's slowly hurting. Like, yeah, like you have all this talent, all this capability to be something so great. I see it. Why don't you see it? Yeah. But you can't convince them of that. They have to see it for themselves. Like, oh, you know, like you could move forward and you could have this amazing job. You could you could get so much out of life and you just don't even try and I don't understand. Well, I mean... Mm. And you want to understand, think, but you don't want to push them. You know what I mean? Like, I, I, I can give you an idea of something that might be blocking them, though. It would be depression. Mm. It would sometimes, have to be. Sometimes that depression can block can block that ability for that person to see like their, their potential their ability to do what they want to do mm-hmm. like with theater or something like that like like an actor who goes to depression they don't see like how grave an actor they are again si- again i keep talking about the show because people need to watch it inside of you some of the actors he talks to who go through like serious cases of depression listen to the alan richardson one got it uh, i'm subscribed to him are you yeah, I'm subscribed to Inside of You. I'm subscribed, so I'm, I can but, look it up now. So if you don't know who Alan Richardson is, um, he is the... Have you ever seen Blue Mountain State? I've heard of it. I don't think I've seen it. He is the... He's not the lead, He's not the lead, but he is the quarterback for the for the team. Okay. He's a hilarious actor. He's, he's, he's probably one of my favorite characters off that. He was also in Hunger Games, but more recently, he is the new Jack Reacher. Big, tall, but like ripped dude. But he, from everything I've heard, he's actually a really cool guy. The episode I listened to, dude tried to kill himself. Mm. At the height of his, almost the height of his career, he actually almost tried to kill himself. Like, and, and when I say he tried, I mean he actually had a noose. 
and was about to tie it up. And then it basically, I think like the cord broke or something like that. It was like one of those like divine intervention things. But he talks about how he went through all this shit and he realized like, what the hell am I doing? Went to theater, like he went to therapy, all these different things and he got better. And now he's part of, you know, he's the new Jack Reacher. And from everything I've heard about that show, it's a show I need to watch because I've heard nothing but good things about it because of Alan Richardson. And he, apparently he's fucking phenomenal in it. Hmm. I'm going to have to look that Hell up. Hell yeah. Boy. <laughs> <laughs> so also, yeah, we're talking about suicide now. <laughs> I clicked. I'm like, Not I probably that. should have said that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah that's going to be cut out right there. <laughs> And see. <laughs> but if if you want to know what I just said, listen to that Inside of You episode with Alan Richardson. It's actually, like I said, it's a very awesome episode. But, yeah, no, like, sometimes you get that blockage in your head, like, during depression that you don't see yourself for who you are. Mm. It happened with me. You know, I didn't see myself for who I was. I saw myself for, for the failures. Mm. For not being there with my for my mom during her time when she was in the nursing home for not seeing her enough for not seeing my Nana enough for not seeing my grandmother enough. I will sit there and be like, it's the should have, could have, would have. Mm. I should have oh, done this. I should have yeah. done that. I should have done that. I should have done this. Would have done this. Maybe if I would have done this, then this yes. would have happened. And you sit there. Maybe somehow I could have done this. And again, and depression be- is depression is worrying about the past. So it's you sitting there saying these things to you, saying these things to you, like saying this thing to yourself. It's not going to solve anything because you can't go to the past and you can't fix it. Mm. The only thing you can do is just learn and go. Is learn and go, yes. And then once that happens and that clicks into your head, that's when the healing process happens. That's when you're like, okay, I can climb up this. I can climb out of this well. I also kind of wish that I could like to those that I know who fight with with mental health. Like like, I wish there was a way that I could give them like. Like their own, I wish I could find a niche for them or their thing and just give it to them because, like, like for you and I, for example, like theater is where I go. Like, if it's I there, feel like yeah. I can't let out anything in a healthy manner, oh my god, it's therapy. Theater is like so therapeutic. Like, it's, it's amazing. yeah, it's the it's the most. It's to me, it to is. me, it's the ultimate therapy. Like, it is the most psychotic uh, thing to say though, because for me, and I think I, I think I told you this, is that when it comes to theater. I am myself and I'm somebody else. When I'm on that stage and I've done all the research about these characters and like prime example will be like um, One Flew of the Cuckoo's Nest. I was part of the Shelby County Players version of it. I was nominated for an award and didn't Ooh. win. But the reason, reason why was the fact that I sat there and was like, okay, I broke down the character. What did Billy Bibbit go through? Like what? Like why is why does he have this stutter? Why is he in this? Why is he in this loony bin? Why is he doing all these different things? And then when I got started doing that, I started to felt creating this character inside my head. Also had amazing directors who taught me how to actually stutter correctly. Mm. Because the thing I found out was that for you guys, I'm going to assume that a stutter for you would be like getting stuck on the letter, right? Like right. It's getting stuck on a syllable. Yeah. Like if I were to say like Timmy fell down the, fell down the well and start starting on a on a word, it's not gonna be like Timmy fell down the f-f-f-f-f-f-f-f. it'll be Timmy fell right because you're struggling to get that word out. It's right there, but you can't get it out, and you start getting 
and I'm so and again, I'm so thankful for these people because what I found out was that I started to do it in this way because I started getting frustrated with like as a character, I started getting frustrated with myself because I couldn't get these words out. And so whenever I would start stuttering, I would start getting pissed off at myself. Like legitimately get start getting pissed off. Da, da, da. Yeah, I can't <laughs> and then finally get the word out and then I'm like yeah. <laughs> Steve Harvey actually on his show, the Steve Harvey show, uh, he actually helped somebody, uh, and then he he helped somebody get out of uh, stuttering. Somebody had a stutter problem, and he taught her a method on the show. And then he said, "Meet me after the show, and I'll give you more information." Blah blah blah. Anyway, he said, "In like six weeks, you won't stutter again." Yep. He said he guaranteed that, and his method was. Think, say whatever you're, whatever sentence you're about to say three times in your head before you say it, because you're not trying to think of it as you say it. Then, sometimes it's not your vocabulary as much as it is your brain's not thinking fast enough for what you're trying to say. Yeah, and to get back into like the acting part to all this though is that I don't know if it's the same thing with for you, Allie, but when you become that different character, you're not sitting there worrying about. The things that are happening with your life because you know if that happens you're not there you're not there present with the rest of the group or with the, with the rest of the you're not there with the rest of the class you i guess started something yeah <laughs> you're not there with the rest of the class you know what i mean like you're there but you're not there so when that happens then you start to fail then the rest of the rest of the place starts to fail but when it comes to theater, when you get to that moment where that character has been figured out and you get on that stage and you're that character, you're not worrying about your bills. No, it is an escape from yes. reality for a minute. It is the ultimate escape because okay. you're not worrying about your bills. You're not worrying about your friends, like issues with your friends or anything like that. You're more focused on delivering your lines and staying in character. As much as you can. And then once you're off that stage, once you're done with that play, then you can start worrying about the rest of it. Reality <laughs> sets back in. You're like, fuck. Shit, 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 shit. <laughs> yeah, you're talking about like your, your character development and, and trying to find the character. Like for me, I don't know how it is for you, or, but, but Eric and I have talked about this. It's like the minute you're like, oh, I got it. It's like a light switch. Yes. The minute, the minute you flip that switch and you're on stage, it's like, oh, I'm not Allie anymore. I'm Mrs. Daigle. Or I'm not Allie anymore. Um, I'm Miss Nelson. I'm not Allie anymore. I'm Claire. Like, the minute it clicks, you're like, that's how they are. Oh, God. yeah. It's like, and oh. It's not me. It's not me anymore. It, I'm like an alter ego, I guess. Yes. Like, I'm somebody different. And if you happen to be going through strong shit in life and the play happens to be an emo like a strong emotional play oh god it's such a relief to get that all out in i that know character. i know for a fact that me and you have talked about this like off camera like beforehand like dur i think during um i think it was when you were doing on golden pond because you told me the story about how you legitimately were actually like you and the your co-star were actually legitimately screaming at each other because oh, you were yes. both pissed. You were like, like honestly, actually, like, honest to God, pissed off for some reason. You're like, no, let's use it. And you did it. And I'm so pissed off. I wasn't able to see it because I wanted to see it. I don't know. Mm. Like, you guys, when you guys came, 
like and like like you and oh Aaron, don't yeah don't get me wrong that scene when we were there it was good it because, was amazing because we're like you know you get, like if this is like a real life scenario i mean how would you act if this is a real life scenario well then there was this one day that i came in and i was bawling i had gotten into i don't want to call it like a fight or nothing but i had words with um my mom's significant other um and he's he's got some struggles of his own so that fueled it and he said something off the wall to me that day just before i had to go to show night i get there and i arrive and uh one of the one of the fellow actresses that i was working with she noticed i was upset and followed me to the bathroom and i'm crying and i told her just give me a second i'll get past it but I, I was telling her what was going on, and I said, I'm, I said, I'm not crying because I'm upset. I'm crying because I'm angry. I'm so pissed off right now. And she goes, girl, listen, I had a moment beforehand, too. She's like, and I'm not in the greatest mood either. She goes, but you know what we could do? We could totally use it for that scene where we yell. I go, honey, I'll really yell at you. I don't, I don't want to. She goes, but you're acting. It won't hurt my feelings. We should totally do it. All right, bet. Let's do it. So <laughs> when we did it, when we did it, it was so great because she's like, because I said, you know, uh, my line was something about, um, you don't know how it feels to go un- unnoticed every time that old son of a bitch crosses your path. And she don't you call him a son of a bitch. Yeah, she slammed that table. She goes, that son of a bitch happens to be my husband. And we just glare. There was old ladies in the front and they went, oh. <laughs> like you could just hear it in the crowd. All of them go, oh. And we looked at each other with a twinkle in the eye like, dude, did you hear it? Did you hear it? And so when we got off stage, we were like little girls. Dude, that was so awesome. That was so great. And then we felt better. You know, it's funny that you say that because I think recently, like, honestly, when I say recently, I think like just now something clicked into my head. That's happened to me twice for two plays where I was going through something. And because I was going through those things, almost the same things that those characters are going through, it came out so well. But the first one I'll say would be, I was Mitch Album in Tuesday Tomori. If you don't know the story about him, basically he had a an uncle who was a pianist, a jazz pianist. He loved um, Mitch Album wanted to become a jazz pianist because of his uncle. His uncle died before he could even like uh, he couldn't say goodbye to his uncle before he died. So he stopped being a jazz pianist, became a sports journalist. While he was in college, he met this guy called um, to, uh, Maury Schwartz. You can look this guy up. He was actually a real-life person. As a matter of fact, Mitch Album happens to be a real-life person. But when he meets Mitch, when Mitch meets Maury, at, at the time, they're, like, really good friends. And then Mitch goes on and becomes, and, like, all this stuff happens to him. And he becomes a sports journalist. Later on, he finds out that Maury contracts ALS, or has ALS, or, or Lou Gehrig's disease. And... Mitch has the idea of, okay, I'm going to go out to him and say hi. And while he's, I think it's the second time he goes out there, he's talking to, to Mitch. He's talking to Maury. He goes, look, I'll tell you what. I'll come out here every Tuesday and talk to you. Like, interview you. And they start doing that. And it ha- I think he does it for like a, for a couple of years, I think. I can't remember how long it, it happens. But he's just going through this. And he also starts going through like, his own mental stuff because like I said, he lost his uncle and he knows that he's going to lose his, he's his good friend, Maury. And at the very end, it's this very sad scene where Maury's basically on his deathbed and he finally gets Mitch to cry. And it's a very cathartic scene. 
the reason why I'm bringing up some of that is the simple fact that I was basically going through something kind of, I went through something that kind of like that where my grandfather who got me, who's actually the guy who got me into movies and, and into cartoons specifically my favorite move, my favorite cartoon and slash movie would be who framed Roger Rabbit. Yeah. He's the one that got me into that movie. He's actually, I call it breaking. Uh, he broke the movie magic or that he broke the magic of movies. That makes any sense because when you're a kid and you're watching these movies, you don't know they're real. Right. You don't. You don't know that they're fake. So, like, you see, have you guys seen Who Framed Roger Rabbit? I have it. You have it. <laughs> yeah. So you know exactly what I'm talking about when I say that half of that was fake and half of it was real. Right. Well, yeah. How they had like stand-ins basically for Roger Rabbit. I didn't know that at the time. So he he had bought it. It was when DVDs first came out. He had bought it. We were over in New Jersey and we sat down and watched it because it looked interesting to me. And we sat there, started watching it. And he goes, you know, half of this isn't real. I'm like, what do you mean? He goes, here, I'll show you. He actually brought up the, the, the behind the scenes. And it broke that magic for me to an extent because I still love movies. I, right. As a matter of fact, if anything, that strengthened my love for movies because then all of a sudden I got fascinated by the idea of how these movies were created. And then all of a sudden that kind of transformed into how cartoons were created and the voice acting and stuff like that. But he died before I could even say, like, before I could even say goodbye. Mm. Like he was like one of my best friends. And it wasn't that I didn't know that he was dying. In all fairness, it was the fact that I didn't know he was dying because mm. he had, he contracted stage four. Like he, they found out he had stage four leukemia. Too late. Yes. Mm. And at the time there was no cure. I don't think there still is a cure, but we went there. We're sitting there talking to him. He's fine. He's, he's up. He's talking to everybody. And we all say our goodbyes. And for me, it wasn't me saying goodbye to my grandfather. It was just me saying goodbye to him because I was going to see him the next day. Or I was going to see him in a couple of weeks. And it was like a couple of days later, he passed away. So I never had that. I'm actually about to start crying. I never had that closure to say goodbye. So when I was on that stage as Mitch, having that heart-to-heart with Maury as he's dying, Mm. literally every single night, I legitimately was crying. It's hard. It's hard for me to like cry on command, like like I am right now. <laughs> <laughs> but every night, I actually was crying. And at the very end, there's just there's a a monologue. I keep forget. Like if once I get the first like maybe a sentence or two, yeah, I can remember it. Yeah. But there were six shows. The first five. I was able to do it without without having to like a breakdown. That final ep- the final show though on on that Sunday, at two o'clock in the afternoon, I actually broke down crying, on stage, halfway through that monologue mm. or at the very end of that monologue, I actually started crying. Legitimately started like having like could not get my words out, mm. and the audience was there watching the entire thing. And I say all this, the second time it happened was cuckoo's nest because billy bibbit the reason why he has a stutter is the fact that he's afraid of failure he's afraid of failing his mom he's afraid of failing his friends if you've never seen the car if you've never seen the movie or read the book or seen the play basically at one point there's this huge party because the main guy um mcmurphy played as uh as played by uh i keep forgetting his name jack nicholson mm-hmm 
he's about to leave. Like, he's actually about to, like, escape the loony bin, basically. And so they have this party where they bring in, they bring in these hookers, and there's weed. And during the scene, Billy goes from a stuttering mess to actually being able to overcome his stutter and start talking normally because he's finally, like, accepting himself and that he's not a failure and that he's a part of a group or part of a group of friends that are there for him. And basically, the party goes on. Uh, him and one of the prostitutes, or one of the hookers, I guess, <laughs> go backstage and they have sex. Well, the nurse Ratchet, who's like the main villain of the show, she comes out, gets these orderlies to go into the back of the room, and pulls them both out, basically half naked. And she is able, and Billy actually stands up for himself. No stuttering. He is confident, like, I, like, no, like, I know who I am, stuff like that. And she realizes that she's slowly losing grip on him. So he acts, so she, well, basically what she says is like, what would your mother think of this? And all of a sudden he breaks down and admits that McMurphy's the one who started the party and all this stuff. And he gets up, like, basically my character's supposed to, like, start bawling and fall down to his knees make the confession and then she's supposed to like pick him up that's all right that's all right you're not gonna tell my mother are you and she's like no no it's fine and my character's supposed to look around and like talk to mcmurphy and he's supposed to like sit there and just like like just look at me like why and then my character's supposed to run off like right then and there when he realized what he did he's supposed to run off the play i'm so glad i did it this way was that i fall to my knees i do the confession and I get up, and I say McMurphy. Like I start, I stutter McMurphy. And as I'm looking back, I first look at Mc, I first look at the guy who's playing McMurphy. His name is Carrie Nye. He's a phenomenal actor. Trust me, there's a story to him that, especially during that play, that is just insane. But I look at him, and I look at the rest of the cast. I look at each of them in the eyes. I draw it out, and then I look. I start like walking towards the edge of the stage. Just kind of like, like my character just kind of processing what he just did. He realizes it, starts to cry and runs off. And he actually, in, in the play, he, in the play and in the movie, he kills himself. Mm. Like slices his, like in the movie, he slices his, uh, I think he slices his wrist and his throat. Like in the doctor's office. The reason why I bring that up was that that character was going through depression. Or a, a, a form of depression. And I think at that time, I was going through it. I just didn't realize it. You know what I mean? It hit you then. Yeah, I well, I think it hit me now because I, I didn't oh. think about it. I didn't think about it until just now. Like, holy shit, I think I might have been like suffering from depression for a very long time. Just never realized it. Mm. Didn't have the I didn't have the word for it, I guess. But yeah, I think to say what to bring it back to what Ali was saying is the fact that I think when it comes to those plays, and you get to those characters that you went through what they were going through it can bring out some of the best performances i have ever seen in my entire life some of the best like i said i got nominated for best supporting actor for billy bibbit and i guarantee you it's because of that last fucking scene guarantee it because every single time i did that i did that scene you could hear a pin drop down the alley or down the alley of the uh, of the of the theater, it was just silence, and I still remember days where I would do that play, 
and a group of old ladies would come up. I, I thought I honestly thought you killed yourself. Like Jim Lee thought I ki- like actually went backstage and blew my like killed myself. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> That's dark. It is, but That's good though. I mean It is it's great. Like it's it is it is the weirdest feeling to be an actor and have that like, have a have a an audience member say that to you. Yeah. Like Tuesdays with Maury, my aunt's from New Jersey came over. She's like, I like bawling her eyes. Out. I didn't know it's gonna be a sad play. I'm like, I, I should have warned you. I'm so sorry. Be like, goddamn Oops. right, I killed myself. I'm acting like I'm alive right now. <laughs> well, that's like. So a, trust me, I actually had sex. I'm really good too. at acting. I'm not actually <laughs> yeah. alive right now. Well, that's like with with Bad Seed. I didn't even think about like. Oh yeah. Oh relating, my god. Relating relating to a player like. On Golden Pond, if Ooh. I think about it, I could have related to on Golden Pond because of the relationship she has with her father. Father. Father? Father. Fasha. No, her and her dad have like a very weird like bond. And I guess I could have related to that, but really, um, I think one of my best performances was was Bad Seed, even though behind the scenes it was awful. Um, let's not, it, yeah, it, let's I'm not, not going to open the can of worms, but um, on stage, like it involves that director that we we're talking about. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Say. But uh, like, oh, by the way, I blocked him on Facebook officially. Did you? Yes, I got tired of his stupid it's shit. <laughs> I haven't. He hasn't sent me anything else since he asked me to join. Constantly mm. political shit, oh, like God, legitimate politics or political backstage politics. Uh, no, no, like, 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 legitimate, like, actual, like, 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 Republican. Like, he shoved it down everybody's throat, kind yes. of. Yes. Gotcha. Oh, God, yes, like, choking you. I didn't know like if you meant, like, I didn't know if you uh, meant he discussed politics too much or if he was politicking backstage. That's why I was asking. Oh, like, uh, like far he, fucking right as possible is basically the best way. Well, as far as. <laughs> but the, also, when it comes to backstage, if we want to open a lit, open that can of worm just a little bit, I never, like, I played with him during. Like I'll tell you my story with him, with Tuesdays, uh, with, uh, not Tuesdays, with, um, wow, holy shit, Cuckoo's <laughs> Nest, with one of the Cuckoo's Nest, he was one of the loonies. He forgot a line. As an actor, if a car- if a if an actor if another actor forgets a line, if I know the line, I'm gonna say the line and then just continue the play. He forgets his line during one of the rehearsals. And I saw, so and so I say it as my character, and the line in the play, and the and that scene continues until the director says cut. And I remember clear as day, this dude looks at me and goes, "Don't you ever do that again?" I said, "Don't." And that looked him right in the face, like, "Is this motherfucker serious?" And I was like, "Then don't, then don't forget your fucking lines." I said it right back, and I'm like, "Don't forget your fucking lines." And at that moment, I was like, "I don't, I don't think I would ever want to work with this dude." And then, Allie, if you want to talk about it a little bit, just I can a little talk about bit. a little bit. So, this person out outside of the theater is okay. Like, we went to a yeah, cast party uh, at this person's house. You know, he's got a little open bar, good time, food, drinks, cool, cool person. As a director, like it's almost like working for a Nazi, like. If I turned the wrong way, walked the wrong way, spoke the wrong way, said a line a, a little differently. Like he's a he's definitely into micromanaging, and I mm. almost I told him if he didn't lay off, I would quit that play. And we were three weeks away from show, and I told him I would walk out and quit. Walk out, yeah. And quit. But 
but to but to open that the can a little bit more, it's, it wasn't. It, it wasn't just you. Oh no, it wasn't. just It was me. basically the entire castle's like, yeah, no, like if you continue this shit, we will walk. Yeah, it wasn't just me. It was several of the yes. cast members. Um, but as far as Bullshit. that, and then he acted like it was a big, like this big serious deal. Like I mean, granted, oh. it was a big serious deal, but he made it even worse oh, from everything yeah. I've heard. Yeah, it was like, it was oh god, bad. like I'm sorry if it was my fault, like like. No, oh yeah, gas gaslighting. Gaslighting. Thank gas you. Gaslighting. For one, wow, it's nobody's getting paid for it. Yeah, exactly. you know what I mean. So exactly. Why take it that's that serious? Told. You know, I mean, what I mean? And, yeah, and that's the reason why behind behind the stage, like on the like on the like on the set. Trust me, I'm going to be very like like if I'm on the set on the stage during the actual play, you better believe I'm going to be as professional as possible. Right. Absolutely. Right. But during rehearsals, I'm right. going to fuck around and be an idiot. Yeah. <laughs> if exactly. I'm behind stages, I'm going to be a fun. fucking idiot. If I was a director, that's what I'd say. Have you ever seen like, Two and a Half fun. Men bloopers? Well, yeah. You like, they <laughs> fuck around a lot. You can give me guidance without being... Again, like, perfect you know example. I mean? Inside of you, they talk about that shit all the time. Right. <laughs> Hell, throw some improv in they, there. They kick Char- Sometimes you have to if you forget a line. You improv right. that shit. They kicked Charlie Sheen off the show 13 years after they fucking... Or 13 years worth of fucking bullshit. They, they, what I was trying to say <laughs> is 13 <laughs> years... Before or God damn it, fuck it, I don't know. <laughs> but I, I, you know, I know, I, but I know you're. I don't know how many years it actually was. I'm just saying thirteen. Like, you, like you're talking about the fact that like during that entire, thirteen like, years too late is what I was. Yeah, saying. yeah. For those thir- like for thirteen years, he was just sitting there, just being a dumbass and just doing yeah, drugs but that's, constantly, yeah, constantly, yeah. constantly, not showing did, up on time. Yes. So, not showing up at all. And then guess what? When that happens, uh, just like any other fucking job I've ever had, if you're not going to show up to your work, guess what? They're going to find somebody else. <laughs> yeah. Just a number. Yep. And they found Ashley Kutcher, which I'm still not sure about that. Yeah, <laughs> Actually, I didn't mind it. It wasn't bad, but it was just kind of interesting to be like, Charlie Sheen's gone. Let's get Ashley Kutcher. <laughs> yeah, and he was le- definitely he was, a replacement, too. Yes. He wasn't just a guy. It was definitely a last minute. Yeah. But also, at the same time, I thought he was pretty good in it. I thought he did. Yeah, he did. Absolutely. I think he reignited his career uh, with that. And, awesome. and inside of you, he does. He actually does an interview with John Cryer. Who yes, is, who is Charlie Sheen's right. brother in the Alan, show? Alan. And they talk about that a little bit. Hmm. They don't they don't get too much into it because I don't think I don't think John Cryer likes to talk about about him. Yeah, but they talk about like his time. I believe on. I just maybe have already seen that podcast before because I think I've seen the clip with him talking about that a little yeah, cause bit. Yeah, because it was during the time when he uh, when he was playing Lex Luthor for small, uh, almost a small girl, Supergirl. <laughs> small girl. <laughs> <laughs> small girl. I don't know. Guy. I don't know why that's funny. Small girl. <laughs> small boy. Smallpox. <laughs> Monkey pox. I was yeah. gonna say. <laughs> you turn into oh, monkey. Shit. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, that's yeah, it. The, on the bad, yeah. the bad seed thing. Poof. Like I never thought about channeling my own personal on that one. Um, I actually, um, the guy that played the janitor <laughs> in the play was the one that told me to go ahead and put myself you in the character. You guys can't see shoot. it, but he is dying over here. I, I can hear him. That's why I went on camera. I don't want everybody to see my ugly girl. mug laughing anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I'm ugly laughing over here. He's laughing at small girl. <laughs> go ahead. Give me going anyway, again, god damn it. I got told instead of like personalizing the character and putting my own, <laughs> my own personal things in life into the character to actually think about the character and what they've just been through. Yes. So... Obviously, if you've seen the play, Mrs. Daigle lost her 
10, 11 year old son, um, he drowned. I have a son in that age range, drowned. right? So they're like, if you were Mrs. Daigle and you were grieving over your son, how would, how would you feel if that was Tristan? He drowned. How would you act? And mm. I'm like, oh, that just went deep. Hysterical. Yeah. So then, so I'm like, all right, that's kind of Hysterical? morbid. Hysterical? Yeah. yeah. So okay. I was like, that's really morbid. So I'm like, I don't even know if I can think that thought. But once we got to show nights, I started thinking like that. Okay, if I was this great, like as a mom, how would I react? If I was drinking myself this way, how would I act? And there was a few times that I, I could get tears mustered up. I wasn't full on crying, but it was pretty damn close because I... I had to think about, okay, if this was Tristan Isaac, how would I feel? Right. And it came out so good. And then Taylor, I hope she doesn't mind me mentioning her. I think she did fantastic too. Like she did a good job of channeling her character too. And not in the spoiler alert, she ends up killing herself at the end of that play. Mm. And you could hear the audience every night after that gun would go off. Like we could actually (laughs) hear people going, what happened? Oh my God. I was like, holy shit. I didn't expect that. Oh, yeah, you came and seen it, didn't you? Yeah, I will, I was, I will that was say, the first one that I've seen. I will say that when I went to go see it, and I, you can actually ask one of our mutual friends, Hillary, about this because she was with me during that time. But um, I liked it. I thought it was awesome. That finals, like that scene when she killed herself, I had that moment of, oh, fuck. I literally. But it was the post scene. After yeah. that, with, oh, with, the, with yeah. the dad, and all of a sudden she comes out and she's still alive, I was just like. No. Yeah, that sigh out of the audience, that angry, no. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I almost forgot. That just hit me again because I forgot this. Yeah. Yeah, oh my God. I no, I also was not expecting. Yeah, I was not expecting that twist. I just got goosebumps thinking because about I, it again. Yeah, because I am so used to like watching movies and uh, watching t- like uh, plays where you know how it ends. Yes. Bad that Seed. That was such a plot twist. Yeah, Bad Seed, I've never read it. I've never seen the play. I've never read the, the I've never read the script. So I'm sitting there literally watching this as a, a with a blind eye. I didn't know it was going to happen. So I'm sitting there like, "Oh man, this is just like this is kind of sad like wait, why are they doing this scene? Like why are they having this like I like it as a cool idea to have a scene where it's the surviving members of this group that are just sitting there kind of talking, grieving. And then all of a sudden she comes out. I'm like, no, yeah, no, 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 no. Oh, fuck. <laughs> yeah. Cause the, the intention levels. was for her to drag her and kill her also. Right? Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah and then kill herself right after. Yeah. Yeah. That, and that's what you it. think is cause I'm sitting there thinking, especially during that scene when she does that, I mean, huge spoiler for the show, two spoilers. Mother finds out that the girl actually killed killed your kid. Mm-hmm. So yeah, this is cool. mother, the girl was a psychotic. so the mother uh, tries to kill the daughter with sleeping pills and then goes into the back room with a gun and kills herself or, or shoots herself. The other plot, the other spoiler is at the very end. It's the father who was he was gone for military, right? Yeah, yeah, he's been gone. Like he was yeah, he's gone been gone. Week. He's basically gone the entire time. You only see him for like the first, like the f- very small part for the first act. Don't and get then, me started on that guy. Oh yeah, me, me neither. <laughs> he was a weird. He's a weird dude. <laughs> Little different. But wait, which one? Um, he played. Um, he plays. He plays the 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 evil girl's dad. He's the one that comes in very dramatically and goes, "My love." 
My darling. We spins her around, kisses her hand. Oh, the dad. Yeah, yeah. The very beginning. The end, gotcha. Like, why didn't yep. I see it? The signs. Uh, well, we won't get into. Yeah, it was weird yeah. to me because I almost thought they were like lovers. Lovers. At yeah. First, and then all of a sudden, I was like, wait, what? The age. I think the whole. I think that for me, what threw yes. me off was the age. Yes. Oh, because because you could because you could tell there was an age gap. Yes. You could just easily, like don't get me wrong. It, it probably wasn't to do with anything like like makeup or anything like that. They probably did the. You guys probably did the best you could. But at the same time, you're like, you're easily like almost 15 years older than her. What the hell is this? Yeah. I found out having how old said he was that, I also yeah. Off. Having Ooh. said that, I've also played a how how old was my character? Miss Nelson is missing. You guys were in my fifth grade class. A fifth, I was a fifth grader <laughs> at, at the age of 30. <laughs> wow! And I had this. I had this tattoo. <laughs> <laughs> or at least not all this, but I had this part right here, like the rose and the astronaut. I had all I had this underneath. That's the reason, like, if you ever seen the play, I'm wearing long sleeve shirts because if I wasn't, you would you would find out that Raymond's fucking tatted. <laughs> I'm just picturing you with that beard. You know what? You could have played it off though. Like if you were in a like if they change scenes and it shows you guys the next day. You could be holding markers just drawing on yourself. Oh my god, I didn't think you know about what that. I, mean? and <laughs> like, I made a tattoo. No, no, you'd be even better. <laughs> I drew out myself. <laughs> Permanent markers. There you if go. I was holding a sharpie, just kind of drawing like, ha ah. <laughs> ha. Oh, oh. Uh, <laughs> they still have those little uh paper booklets like the little test booklets they still have them at the playhouse we were looking at everything you guys wrote in them freaking hilarious speed wrote in there like but, oh, but but also tangent aside yes that final scene you find out that it's it's basically see if i can remember this correctly spoiler alert it's a huge spoiler alert it's the dad comes back from from the army finds out the wife is dead. Yes. It is um, amazing actress Letitia. Her character, her is it her brother? Yeah, she has she has like a brother, and I'm just gonna call the other one her brother-in-law because yeah. they start hinting around that they're a couple. That those two guys are fucking phenomenal. Uh, together. I love them. But they're good. They're kind of sitting there talking about like the tragedy and like how like you know the 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 husband just sitting there upset. How could this happen? Really hamming it up. But all of a sudden, <laughs> door opens up. The daughter's still alive. Yeah, because they're like, we'll just be thankful we found Rhoda in time, or she would have been gone too, or something like that. And they open and you're like, wait, there. what? Then all of a sudden, the door opens up, and she's still alive. And you're like, what the fuck? That's exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. The audience every time it got to that, you could just hear it. Oh. Where everybody was going, no. I tell you what, <laughs> when I heard that gunshot, though, I looked at my buddy Jacob that was there. He's been on the show before. Um, I was like, I was like, dude, that got dark. <laughs> Speaking and then she came out of there. I was like, "Holy fucking shit!" That got dark. <laughs> Speaking of endings, me and you were outside talking about this while while you were setting everything up. We we're talking about movies, mm-hmm. and we talked about a certain franchise that we both like is Jurassic Park. We we're talking about the most recent ones: Jurassic World, Jurassic World, uh, Dominion. Was it, the newest one was Dominion? The right? Minions. Oh, and then you have Jurassic Park, uh, Jurassic World, whatever. So. Jurassic World was awesome. I haven't seen the third one yet. Fallen Kingdom. Kingdom. That's that the one. second one. 
Yes. Okay. So Kingdom comes out, and I went to go see. I went to the theaters to go see it. I liked it. It wasn't a bad movie. I mean, I had a couple of slight issues with it, and then it gets to the end. This is gonna be a major spoiler for anybody who hasn't seen it. Turn it off now if you don't want to watch. (laughs) Yeah. Warning. Or or keep listening because you're gonna hear me going on a uh, on a fucking tirade here in a minute. Yeah. (laughs) So. Here you have all the main cast: Chris Pratt, Bryce Dallas, ha- uh, Bryce Dallas Howard. Um, this girl you find out happens to be a clone of one of the member, like one of like the cast members' daughters, mm-hmm. who had died previously. So he cloned her, and now it's a girl. It's it's very convoluted, but they're in this control room, and in front of them is this big glass, uh, big big glass windows looking into this like basically a storage area. And you have all these dinosaurs. You have a brontosaurus. You have a T-Rex. You have a lo- you have the Velociraptors. And I think including Blue, I think. But you have all these dinosaurs. And they're in there with this poisonous gas that's slowly filling up the room. And they're sitting there like, oh my god, what should we do? There's a button. There's a big red button for a big giant door to open up to save them. And they're like, oh my god, sh- should we hit the button? Should we hit the button or and, and save them? Or should we not and just let them die? I'm just like... There's a fucking T-Rex in there. You let the T-Rex out. And by the way, the door doesn't go to like some small enclosure. It's taking them out to the middle of like, I think California. Something like that, yeah. I'm like, there's a fucking T-Rex in there. <laughs> don't hit the button. Don't hit the button. Let them die. Like, don't hit the button. They're like, oh my God, what should we do? Like, don't hit the button. Don't hit the button. All of a sudden, the button's pressed. And the dinosaurs go out. And it slow pans from Bryce Dallas Howard and Chris Pratt. Over to this girl. She's like, I couldn't I couldn't help it. Like those poor animals. I'm like, there's a fucking T-Rex in there. Just killed a dude like five minutes ago. What the fuck are you doing? <laughs> you just murdered people. <laughs> like this is the worst person I've ever met in my entire life. Like what the fuck? <laughs> but they can't let that franchise die yet. Exactly. Yeah, no, they had to get the third one out with, I mean, don't get me wrong. Like I said, that's I haven't good, seen dude. it yet, but but bringing back, um, but bringing back like the like the original cast was it, it, to me it was a good idea. Oh yeah. I've also I've heard rumors that supposedly the two kids from the show from the from the original were in it too. Is that wrong? Uh, I'm not gonna say. That okay, means that yes. <laughs> that just solidified that answer. <laughs> yeah, no it? shit. Is this streaming on anything right now? I gotta feel like I probably rented on. Um, if it's on not, Amazon he's Prime. gonna be pissed. <laughs> All right, welcome back, everybody, to the studio again. What's going on? Uh, I hope you guys enjoyed that episode. I know it just kind of abruptly ended, but uh, we were gonna we were gonna continue and do some more later on. But I decided we had talked enough, and I don't know that anybody's gonna watch two hours of it anyway. So, if you'd like to see him back on, like the video, uh, subscribe, or just comment. Be like, hey, we want Rocky back on any video. You don't have to do it on this one. Like if three weeks go by and you guys want to see him back on, let us know, and we'll find a way to get him back on. Yeah. But other than that, I hope you guys enjoyed that episode, and we will see you next time. Thank you.